three, two, one. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Desync Podcast. Uh, just a quick announcement. We're we're really happy. I mean, we've talked a lot about content creation on this channel, but we've hit the four thousand hours to uh, like be a monetized YouTube channel. But we're missing a little bit of a piece. I don't know where we're at right now, but I checked this morning and we were about at 850 subs. You need to be yep. at a thousand to to fully monetize your channel. And it's not necessarily about um, being monetized and making money. It's uh, also being a part of that YouTube algorithm, right? That really helps the, the channel out. So if you are the enjoying part. the Desync podcast, yeah, if you are enjoying it, please make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Obviously, like if, if you guys watch podcasts, it'll come up on your recommended often. And uh, sometimes you forget. So if you have forgotten, make sure you hit that because it'll really, really help us out. And one of the things we're going to do when we hit that uh, that big magical number is we'll start posting the podcast on your uh, favorite podcast platforms in audio form format. So for the people who like to listen in the car, uh, ad free, all that stuff, uh, obviously we'll eventually get some sponsors and stuff here. So not entirely ad free, but yeah, uh, that's the direction we want to go in. We just wanted to make sure we, we got our, our channel as like set up and ready to go here before we moved on to the next step and you guys can help get us there. So Thank you uh, for all the support on last week's show. It was pretty awesome. So many positive comments. They really, yeah. really loved it. Uh, and it just, I don't know. Get, w this has kind of been like a fun little passion project for us, which has been, it's been fun. I look forward Dude, to it every week. Isn't it weird that when we first started the podcast, we were like, yeah, we're not going to have guests on. It's just going to be us talking every week. We're like, we'll and now we're looking for a guest every week. Yeah, now we're been, looking for, because it's, it's been good. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, and and this week, just to like give a little, uh, we, we have tons of things to talk about now. But when we first popped on, we were like, so we don't have a guest. What are we going to do? <laughs> you know, because we got kind of used to like finding out what, you know, what the guest is all about. And and then the conversation just goes. It flows from there. And then Brooks and I were like, all right, uh, so what's up? <laughs> what's been going on with you? You know, so that's that's where we're at. But I guess um one thing we've we've been talking a lot personally is uh, where we're at, like in our content creation space. The the game we play oh, yeah. uh, regularly, as many of you guys know, Star Citizen has had a rough uh, first eight months of the year, uh, really rough. And it's it's such a weird place because the game isn't a wonderful wonderful place as far as like the the gameplay is better than it's probably ever been. Yeah, but there. But it's had a rough go of it, and we're in kind of one of these uh, downturns of, I guess, people's interest in the game, right? Um, so I am in a place where I'm feeling weird about my content. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but the uh, Burks Mike, and I have been talking a lot, and you feel I, I think you're doing great. So I kind of feel me, weird about you your feel? content too, honestly. What is, how does it make you feel? It's Tell pretty, me about it. Honestly, I um. It's hard to stomach, dude. Like I see someone who's really struggling. <laughs> I thought you were gonna get warm and tingly. I thought you were gonna get warm and tingly inside. <laughs> no, I I love your content, honestly. Um, I mean, it's like, really, I feel like you you do have like a lot of good input and stuff on like your reacts and stuff. I know you've been doing a lot of those, which is why I'm commenting on them. But man, I do want to see you do. It, it's like it's so funny because every time I I talk to Mike, he's like, "Yeah, I'm working on this this incredible video. It's gonna be so good." And, like, and then right, I never do it. When's it coming out? When's it coming out? And then I and then I give up. Yeah, it, it's where 
like I've just been in this rut of, uh, is it good enough? Is it worth it? Right. And then one thing you've been doing is going, well, screw it. And just posting what, you know, what, not whatever. I think everything I've watched from you has been quality stuff, but you're going out there. I appreciate it. You, yeah. You found your, to me, you found your, your, I feel like I'm in a good spot. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell me, talk, it's, talk to me about it. Like how, well, what have you weird. been doing lately and why do you feel like you're in a good spot? Well, the first thing is, is I hired an editor and that's, yeah. that's honestly been pretty big. Um, really good guy. Uh, his name is Bergs and, um, he has tremendously helped me. And Wait, I worked his with name him. is Burks? Bergs. B-U-R-G-Z. <laughs> I know, I know, no. Bergs and Burks. But, um, his name is Burgers actually, but he goes by Bergs yeah. and super good guy. And basically the deal with him is I'd worked with him in the past and I took a break from YouTube. And so I didn't need an editor cause I wasn't posting videos. Uh, and I, sh I should have been posting videos and I just, I stopped. Um, so I, I reached back out to him, got him involved. And, um, honestly, the, the weirdest part for me is I worked in film for 10 years. So I'm a perfectionist. I, I need my handprint on things. I need it to be my way. And what I've been doing lately is I'm not even watching the videos that he edits for me. Like literally the videos that I've, I've been posting on YouTube lately, haven't even watched them. And it's not because I like think his quality is better or whatever. I just had to give up control because I just don't yeah. have time for everything. You know, I don't have time to edit and also, you know, do a podcast and also stream and also, you know, work on like new content for the stream and like potential sponsorships and stuff. Uh, so basically I've, I've got to my, myself to a point where I'm like, I need a team, like people who can help me. And I mean, I consider myself or yourself, one of those people who I feel yeah. like I'm bouncing ideas off of. You're helping me. Um, but the other thing is, is I started doing, it's so funny because it was after one of the podcasts that we talked about content that we love. And you said, are you making content you would want to watch? And that was like, the switch for me that I was like, I got to get back to what I was doing before I was making all the content that I thought the star citizen community needed and not the content that I felt like I wanted to watch or I wanted to make. Right. And I feel like I'm getting back there and I'm really happy with the videos and kind of the experiences I've been getting in star citizen. I've been trying new stuff. Um, I've been doing something absolutely unthinkable, which is talking to people in the video game. Ugh. I know it's disgusting. Just, ugh, gross. Well, to be honest, in the Star Citizen, it's a, a very challenging thing at times. So it, it is, is kind of yeah. gross. Well, I mean, it's like Star Citizen doesn't make it easy. Like today, no. I'm having a really cool moment with someone where I'm helping a new player who's new to the game learn how to like clear their crime stat. Bounty hunters are chasing us down. We're we're fighting them off together, but his VoIP isn't working. He can't hear me. I can't hear him. And so literally I'm having to painstakingly type paragraphs out to him on what to do how to do it and i'm just like uh this is like not what i want um but yeah. then you have these moments where you know you fly down to this you know this station and uh or this outpost and someone's about to be pirated and you voip them like hey we're gonna team up can you hear me like we got this you know do this and then you like help them barely get away with millions and gold like those are the moments i kind of live for like the team ups the um yeah the the interactions like whether they're good or bad, like sometimes it's fun to be the bad guy. Sometimes it's good to be the bad or the the good guy. But um, 
I like to, I just, I like the player interaction. That's why I play video games. Single player games don't really do it. So it's, um, it's fun for me, like living in that space. And I, I feel like I'm finally creating the content that I want to. And to be honest, I don't see a lot of like, it's not like I'm, I'm getting hundreds of thousands of views or anything. I had one video that did really well, yeah. but, um, I think that what I'm doing is I'm creating a template. I'm setting myself up for success. So when star season hits that next big wave, like I'm already yep. there, I'm good to go. Um, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but we've, we've definitely talked about it in, in private conversations is you, you have to make your own luck. And I think you're yeah. absolutely doing that. And I think from, for me lately, I've been doing the the opposite. I feel like I've been putting myself in a position to to not be successful or um, you know run into more problems maybe than I than I need to. Mm. Uh, and and you know just thinking now when you said make the content that you like to consume or whatever, um, or the make the content that you want to make. I feel like I know what that is again. And yeah, so just like even the beginning of this podcast is, is helping me sort of find my way. It, it isn't. It's good, man. It maybe isn't what I want to do long term, but I do think like the the commentary stuff, I've I've really sort of found a, a little place there. And I, I think I am happy with commenting on on the, the current state of the game or uh, some little bit of news around it or. Uh, hey, this new thing came out this week. What do you guys think about it? And and then I always wanted to make guide content. I know this is that's something you're you've like. Are you Dude, moving away? I from don't it? like making guide content. Yeah, I like it for the community. That's one of the things that I I bleed for the community for the yeah. payout that I get for that the 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 payoff, not necessarily the money, but yeah. what I get from that is far far less than what I'm giving to the community. Like, and I mean that in like, like I do it for the community because the amount of time and effort I put into those guides to like be so comprehensive that someone mm -hmm. can watch one video. Yes, it's like 30 minutes long, but they can watch one video and feel like I have all the tools I need to play the game. Is yeah. It's tough, man. It would be yeah. easier to make a three hour long video because cutting it down and condensing it into, you know, palpable information that doesn't feel like I'm wasting your time. That is tough to do. It's super yeah. tough to do. So, I mean, man, there are people who do the guides already and some of them do a really good job, but it's like every update, I don't pull one out. People are like, oh, where's the guide? I need the guide. I was going to send this to my friends, whatever. And so, I mean, hey, listen, dude, you want to take the mantle up? It's all you. you know? <laughs> I don't know. We got to get you a referral javelin. Oh, true. Yeah. I'm the only one of all of our friends that like doesn't have one at this point, but the, it, it's just like, whenever I look at, whenever I watch content from other games, uh, you know, games that I'm becoming interested in, those are the people I, I gravitate to the people that, that are, that are really into what's going on with the game and how the game mm. works and, I, those are the people I gravitate to. So I think that's where I want to gravitate myself to. And I could still do the type of videos 
uh, that we've always that we I think we talked about them on the show at some point of of the type of videos that you've been making lately is is just like gameplay videos and like hey this is what happened and cool uh, here's this cool thing that happened to me let me yeah. tell you the story of my uh, I don't know it's almost like Tarkov raid content right like you ever watch like Tarkov content where uh, I don't know one of my favorite people to watch would be like a deadly slob or a pestilli where it's like hey watch this cool raid that I just did you know um, yeah. And, I would like to get to that place too as well one day and, and we'll see. But I think for now, I think that's where I can find myself. So yeah. And it took this podcast to maybe remind myself of that, but it's good, uh, man. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big believer in vocalizing your goals. You know, I think yeah. that I don't think enough people do it. You know, it's like, no. I think that if you really want to do something, vocalizing it and like taking small steps towards it is like the best thing to do. Um, because it's like, I said this on a different podcast, but if you want to, if you want success, like nobody else, you have to work like nobody else. And it doesn't mean yeah. work harder. Sometimes it does, but it means you got to be different, you know? Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I it's guess like in this way, I would be the, the same maybe as a, a lot of people, but I don't know. I, I think when it comes not to for star citizen though, right? I'm definitely different than most people. I definitely yeah. have a different approach that maybe people are a little bit afraid to do. I noticed like people in our community really want to be positive mm. and they really don't want to say the things that they might be feeling about the, the, the way, the way things have been for the game or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know that when, whenever you got to look at your positive comments too, right? Like the things that people say in your comment section and what they like. And uh, I'm constantly hearing, uh, thank you for being our voice in these situations, or thank you for always, uh, you know, telling it like it's like it is, or I, I don't necessarily think I tell it like it is. I think everybody has their own opinion about things and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, you can't always just look at the negative comments, right? Like the positive comments also tell you what you should be doing. Um, yeah, negative absolutely. comments might tell you what you shouldn't be doing, but positive ones tell you what you should. And I don't know. So that's where we're at right now. I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> figuring things out still for me, I think you're you're really in, I guess I would say like fourth gear, maybe fifth gear. I definitely and, feel like I'm I'm in my zone when it comes to content yeah. creation, for sure. Maybe I can yeah, get like a little we, better at YouTube, but I feel like I'm in my I mean, zone. Yeah, but that's just a, a matter of time. And and but every time we talk, you're you're like, I'm doing this. I got this, you know. And it's just like you are on a, a nice straight road, and I'm on a very windy one for the moment, figuring it out. But yeah, man. Um, as far as like other things that happened this week, did you see? We we touched on the React stuff last week. Did you see the? I did oh not watch God, it. Oh my God, bro! But the XQC and Ethan Klein H three podcast thing. I just it was saw a some train wreck. Of, of course, he, Ethan's a bit of a uh, like if he doesn't, if you, if you are, if he doesn't like you, he will find a way to. And this is one thing I really don't like about him is he'll find a way to militarize his audience against you. And XQC. It doesn't really deserve any protection in the in this scenario, right? But at the same time, it's uh, yeah, it's like between that. Did you see the leaked DMs? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. just so cringe. Like we're talking about a guy who's been on YouTube for 
10 plus years making millions of dollars and like you get one yeah you got a huge deal but i think ethan's doing just fine we don't he drives a bentley guys like we don't need to talk about money here between yeah. these two it doesn't matter it was just if, if you guys didn't see it basically what happened was you have after the podcast happened with ethan and x uh essentially what happened was xqc was very on the defensive the whole time um yeah. It, what do you expect, right? Ethan is attacking him the whole time. Yes, like, I don't think that X is doing the React content the way he should be. Um, no. But, but, like, literally stealing thumbnails, just putting his face on it. He's re-uploading content that's he's not saying much about. Um, he's not making it transformative. He's not really adding his opinion. He's not shouting people out. Um, maybe a link in the description. That was the main problem they had. And essentially, mm -hmm. you know, Ethan even reached out to uh, one person that was did you see this he reached out to yeah. one person that was uh basically he reacted to and he's like did x get like your permission right after x was like hey uh i get permission from all the people i react to or most of them and he's like well what about this guy he's like i just reached out to this guy he said you didn't and you know then he elaborated why like that was bad and then x you know basically accused him of being a paid actor and that ethan is setting him up and blah 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 and you know i guess he kind of did a little bit, right? He, you know, came with these stuff, but the point is, is that he's still in the wrong, right? Like, yeah, egregious. Coming from somebody who makes React content, right, is, right. And I think I fall somewhere in the middle of uh, an XQC and probably the the most transformative and best React content is I'm still learning my way to do it as uh, as good as possible, but the yeah, he has he really does, like there's nothing wrong with being like, you know what, guys, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll try to be better. But he, like he's just incapable of doing it. So exactly. He'll just do the worm, he'll just do the worm <laughs> like in the video. And so it's just so weird, dude. No. Yeah. And so, you know, X is obviously getting really defensive. Ethan was ready to attack him on this. And yeah. that's that's like. Is that like the, you know, holiest thing of all time? Is that the good guy thing to do? No, but like X kind of deserved all. it. He deserved it. Um, sure. He needed to be called out a little bit. But like you said, he's he's incapable of wanting to change. And so Ethan leaks private DMs between the two. And X is like, I wear a watch that's worth your whole house. And, you know, don't forget that. And, you know, basically just trying to like ego boost himself um, over him quote-unquote embarrassing him on his podcast uh saying yeah. that it was like a setup and stuff but in reality it's like if you were just doing things the right way and respecting other creators this wouldn't have been a problem um yeah. i don't think anyone has a problem with that uh and if no. they do again i'm super pro youtube putting on reacts no and then automatically dmcaing it right yeah like that would be you know a, what i've been doing great all option week? All week, I've been messaging the creators that I regularly watch or a video that I think is uh, interesting. And I've just been messaging all of them and being like, hey, uh, I don't know if you've been seeing all this this stuff, but I think uh, it's definitely time. And I you know, I apologize, I haven't done it sooner, but it's definitely time to ask you, is it okay if I re react to your content? And everybody so far has said yes. And there was one exception in uh, like a certain type of video that like they put a lot of effort into and uh and they they 
don't even make money on the video because it's like really long to edit and they pay an editor and all these things. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know, you could watch anything that doesn't save this. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then they went, you know what? I don't, what do you want to come on and, and make that the next video, like of this, this genre with me? Cause I'd love to have your input on it while we make the, you know? So it was like, kind of like a, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, these things have, have for me have made such good relationships with other creators. Uh, you know, unfortunately, maybe a couple not such good relationships and, and that sucks. But for the most part, I've had incredibly positive experiences through it. And it and I think it was about uh, always shouting them out, always linking this. There's a couple times yeah. where I have not. And it's like just total uh, bonehead. I missed it, like put, putting their link in the description and aside from that, like a, of a few just, you know, miscommunication things, it's been a great experience and, and I want to keep doing them, but I want to do them in the, in the, because people love them and I love doing them. Uh, but I want, I, I want to do them in the most transform transformative and best way possible and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely, man. But, I, yeah. And again, it's like, it's just about respect, mutual respect, but exactly. So I'm out there getting the, 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 the go, okay or, or no go, go, no uh, go with everybody okay. right now. Speaking of mutual respect is, um, <laughs> I know where we're going. Do you know where we're going? Um, did you see, uh, basically if you guys didn't see, there was a, uh, an esports um, thing that got released this week where this guy was quote unquote, like being toxic. Uh, it was a Valorant tournament. Essentially, he killed someone in the tournament and uh, he like goes up to his body, shoots the ground where he was standing, teabags him, and then walks away. Um, and people are basically calling for this guy to get banned from the tournament, get removed from uh, the organization he's a part of. And I saw that and I was just like, man, I don't, I don't really see the problem here. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't really see the problem with people being like a little bit of con competitive, like, in my opinion, that's like almost a little competitive shit talking, but like you're doing it through an action in the game. I don't know. What do you think? I I saw a tweet and I resonated with this tweet so much about this subject. And it was yeah. esports is doing so bad for for a lot of reasons. But one of them is they are so scared to lose these like high end sponsors that they're not willing to let some players be villains. And great stories have villains and great mm. stories make great content and all these things. Right. So uh, allowing this kid to be a little bit toxic where it's not hurting anybody's feelings, but it's, it's a, uh, uh, what is it? BM, right. It's bad manners in, in, in the, in the game. Well, now you have, you, you've just created a rivalry between two players or between two teams. And now you have a story to tell as a commentator. Why aren't like, ha, have you guys seen, did you guys see the baseball fight this week? It was crazy. No. So there, okay. I, there was a, there, I don't know the two teams. I know one of them was the white Sox. I can't remember the, I think it was like Indi the Indians and well, they're not the Indians anymore. Cleveland. I don't know what their name is anymore, but they're, they're a different name now. I don't follow baseball, but I kept seeing this clip because it was nuts, dude. A day before, guy on the White Sox slides into second base 
and it's like a double play situation. A lot of you guys might sound, I might be speaking another language, but essentially this is, baseball is a very tame sport. This is the time where it is not tame. This is where you stick your metal cleats up and hit somebody's knee or leg, or you're basically trying to knock them off balance so they can't throw the ball very well. It's super dangerous. It can lead to some crazy situations. And uh, this guy sort of did that, okay? He does it one day, the next day. It's the opposite scenario where it's the Cleveland player that has the opportunity to do this, and he does it, and it turns into a, a fight. And the Cleveland player knocks the guy out, basically. Jesus. Like, they like they drop gloves, put up fists and everything, and he just whoop, got a piece of them, and, like, the guy stumbled and fell over. And it's like, you don't see that stuff in baseball. Everybody's talking about this thing now. Who the hell talks about baseball anymore? Everybody was for one day. You know what I mean? There's some baseball fans in the comments who are going to be like, what do you mean, bro? I, I, Listen, I watch baseball all the time. I, I played college baseball. Watching baseball is boring. I'm sorry. It, in compared to so many other sports, it is slow. They're doing, they're doing a better job of it these days, but it's slow. It's boring. I've never enjoyed it. I love playing it. So I, I am a, a baseball fan, I guess, but. It, it is it isn't the easiest sport to cons consume these days. Fair enough. But but uh yeah, it, it's like those are the type of things that you need to allow to to happen, right? Is you need to allow stories to unfold, and as long as you're not, you know, you know, doing drugs, breaking the law, you know, saying really terrible things, why aren't we letting people? be themselves and have their personalities. Like this is, these are where stories come from. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think like as far as esports leagues compared to like the NFL, the NBA uh, who really allow their players to be themselves for the most part um, that they're, I think that's where they're failing in a lot of places. Interesting. Now you probably don't know the answer to this question, but I have to imagine that those players got suspended or something, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I can look it up, but they I'm assuming they did. That's insane yeah. um, for them not to. But like, I mean, we can't even compare, right? Like, and if you're listening, I'm sure you'd agree. Uh, and tell me if you don't, but you can't even compare someone knocking someone out to someone teabagging someone in a game, right? Um, no. It's like I mean, ridiculous. It's just, it's like... It's just like, it's basically doing a touchdown dance. You know, it's the, the equivalent a, to me. The uh, the guy who knocked him out, which is, it's so weird. The first guy threw the first punch, the guy who got knocked out through the first punch and put his fists up and threw his glove down. Wow. Got a three-game suspension. The guy who basically was defending himself got a six-game suspension. Wow. So I don't, I don't know. That's, that's my view on the thing. But yeah, it's the kids, kids are watching on in both sports, right? Kids are aspiring, aspiring to be esports players and aspiring to be streamers and aspiring to be uh, YouTubers more than I was going to say, probably uh, more so than baseball, yeah, than doctors and baseball players and all those things nowadays, right? So there is, there is a, a need to, uh, maybe go the ninja route when, when he was popping off and like, you know, not cursing or whatever. Right. And maybe that's how esports feels they need to be, but I don't think that's the, uh, the long-term play, uh, in terms of you got to let your players be themselves. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at the NBA, look at football, you know, NFL, look at uh, hockey, right? We were talking about this. And it's hockey doesn't that... do it enough or at all. Um, I, I can give one of the best examples was, have you heard of uh, uh, Alexander Ovechkin? Mm-mm. Have you heard of Wayne Gretzky? Yes. Okay, well, Alexander Ovechkin has a chance to break Wayne Gretzky's goal record, which was wow. basically something that is people thought would never be broken. So this dude comes in, he's a, a just comes in young kid has a, a tinted visor, right? Like who, have you ever seen that before? He had yellow laces, uh, you know, it was just, he was like the Michael, he was just, like, they were calling him like the Michael Jordan of, of uh, hockey, right? He was, he was flashy. They, they banned the tinted visor. They banned the yellow laces. He he uh, scored like a bunch of goals in a game. Dropped a stick on the ground and pretended like it was on fire. And he was he was uh, warming his hands over the campfire. And they they, they like gave him a fine That's for that. Awesome, That's right? So but, like, awesome. That, but, but the league was like doing <sighs> what esports is doing and actively working against like these guys being themselves. You know, because because like hockey players are like the. Uh, Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin came into the league at the same time, and they're both generational players, legends. They will be Hall of Famers. And Sidney Crosby will be like, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta get pucks in deep, play as a team. You know, just like super straight and arrow kind of guy, and you know, very little personality, I would say. And uh, then you have this other guy, and and they want this other guy to be the no personality, you know, be like the no personality person. And that's why I think. You know, hockey is not a very popular sport in the United States. People want stories. People want personality. And esports needs that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like another situation, there was a, a little bit ago, and it, this wasn't like a, a like a major league event or anything. So I'll give them mm-hmm. a little bit of credit because they're just, they're goofballs. They're noobs. But essentially what happened was there was a tournament going on for Apex and someone got banned for teabagging a dead player. Turns out that dead player was his teammate. And people are yeah. spamming in the chat. That was his teammate. That was his teammate. And they're like, we don't care. We don't allow that kind of disrespect, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, man, grow up. Because for me, the line when it comes to video games is like when you bring the real life stuff in it. Call me a shit player. Call me a bad pilot. Call me, you know, this, that, and the other. But the second you're like bringing like my real life into it, I feel like that's over the line. Right. But like, man, what? I don't think there's anything wrong with a little celebrating. I don't think there's anything, especially in these high tense situations. Right. Like, I'm sure everyone up there is feeling nervous. They're feeling the need to like celebrate the small wins when they get that like crazy kill against some of the best players in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, if they end up like, I don't, I don't think that this guy got punished. I'd have to look it up. But um, people are calling for it to happen. And even the, the commentator was like, oh, man, I wouldn't celebrate like that. And it's just yeah, like, it's like, why not? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, why it's, not? It, it would be crazy to me for a sponsor to look at that and be like, yeah, I don't want to advertise my product here anymore. Like that is that is, in my opinion, the lamest, the weakest kind of like representation when it comes to playing video games. Cause that's what it's, that's what it's about, man. It's about owning each other. And then of course, at the end of the day, you got to be grown ups too. And like shake hands and be like, good game or whatever. Right. Like I'm not yeah. saying be assholes all the time, but I feel like it's okay to celebrate. It's okay to, 
push into that a little bit. Like you said, it's okay to be yourself. Um, yeah. Man, I couldn't imagine. It just made me think of a... Uh, uh, I was playing one time and there was this guy who didn't belong in the league that we were playing in. Right. And, uh, like easily was, a, was a professional player at some point or aspiring to be one. And I was playing, this is hockey league. And this was, uh, maybe a year ago. And he got thrown out of the game for, if you get three penalties, you get thrown out of the game in our league. And he was kind of a dick. And so he got thrown out and he was their best player by far, cost them the game, and I scored the game-winning goal for our team to beat them and knock them out of the playoffs. And he got kicked out of the game, so he's in the stands. And I just looked up at the stands and 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 did, like, one of these, you know? <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get my ass kicked after this game. But in that moment, you know, it's it's just all of it comes out, and you got to let players do that. And... You know, he wasn't there to shake my hand at the end of the game, but I know he would have, right? And like most of yeah, us maybe. would just be maybe not this guy, but most people would have. Uh it's it, you know, we everybody leaves it out on the court, on the field, wherever. And and uh for the most part, everyone's like, yep, good game after, and it's no big deal. But in the moment, let it go. Okay, I'm gonna get this totally wrong because I'm not I'm not a sports fan. But yeah. probably one of the most iconic games of, for me of all time was it was a Super Bowl game. And essentially mm -hmm. it was, I think the Patriots had been undefeated the entire season. They had not lost a single, was it the Giants? Yeah, the Giants beat them. Okay, it was against the Giants. I was, I thought mm -hmm. it was the Giants. Yeah, so Patriots, the whole season, they're literally like, the the odds for them winning are like through the roof. Nobody thinks they're going to lose. They're just undefeated. They're and then literally the Giants end up winning, I think, in the fourth quarter. Um, maybe in yeah, overtime. And, I can't remember. I think it was, it was close. in the fourth quarter, and it was a crazy play. Guy catches a ball yes. off his helmet and stuff. Yes. It was nuts. Wild. And they walked off the, the field for the first time in history, I think, without shaking hands with the other team. They literally oh, really? straight to the locker room. Straight to the locker room. It was a huge deal. Yeah, I might be misremembering this, so if I am, sorry. But yeah, it was a, it was a massive deal. And honestly, man, I kind of love that. I think that if I was on that team, I probably would have done the same thing. Imagine winning every game of the season and then just, okay. Okay. So I looked it up. It's, it wasn't the, the, um, the giant Super Bowl. It was when the Eagles won. Do Tom Brady did not shake hands with quarterback Nick Foles, which is like a, a common like the quarterbacks walk up to each other, they shake hands, and that's what they do. Like, oh, Man, great, are you great sure? game, brother. I, I'm I, pretty yeah, sure it was like a, it. it was a, it was a pretty big deal that the Patriots, like, I thought they walked off the field without like saying anything or like shaking hands. They went straight to the locker room. I might be wrong, but this was four, that's why I it remember. Was four years ago. Does that kind of no? It was longer sense? than that. Longer than that. Longer okay. than that. Well, it was like maybe this is a common Tom Brady. Thing. It was like let me put it this way. It was it was like. 2013 or 2012 it was that it was a, a long time ago yeah yeah it looks like tom brady's done this multiple times <laughs> so uh sore we got a, we found the sore loser here i've only done it i've only done it one time we 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 didn't we didn't even finish the game we just we just walked off imagine the devastation like i understand that man i feel for him almost imagine the devastation 
you know, of course you've got to perform. You know, of course, like the winner's the winner. The game is the game still. But yep. I mean, I almost would rather them be human is what I'm saying. And I guess that's what we're both saying in this situation. I'd rather them be yeah. human than pretend like they're not and just like shake hands and then not get mad, whatever. When clearly that's an upsetting loss. this is what you're loss. supposed to do. Well, I don't think right? that anyone had ever been undefeated up to the Super Bowl and then won. I don't think that's happened before. Well, only one team, yeah. The, oh, maybe it was only the, one team? The Miami Dolphins, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. They're, they're the only... Uh, undefeated team in, in NFL history, but it's different because I think they played less games than they certainly played less games than they play now. But mm. um, when, when uh, the Patriots were, it wasn't that. So they're the only one, but it's the, the team that Tom Brady was on won more games than in a row, like undefeated than that team. It's just, you had to play more games and they lost in the last. Okay. One. Yeah. I didn't so realize they are, that makes sense. I think they are still like, you know, the technically the best, but if you don't win the Super Bowl, it doesn't really count kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's sort right. of how, how that one works. Which is, I mean, listen, you got to win. You got to win the Super Bowl too, you know? Yep. You yep. got to win the Super Bowl too. I bet I bet the Giants were feeling fucking unstoppable that night though. Imagine, dude. It, there's got to be someone out there who is still reaping the rewards of they were they bet on them winning and they they just absolutely oh, yeah. <laughs> just cashed in on that and the, I, the opposite too i bet some people lost big money that day oh, yeah. 100% oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. i mean that's that goes to show man it's still gambling you never know what's going to happen right See, this got me this has got me going back to to high school we we uh we beat this t- this uh for some reason a private school was in our conference for hockey and a private school can recruit people, but a public school can't. So they never lost a game for two years. And we beat them in the championship game on my birthday, my eight, 18th birthday, my senior year of high school. And that was the greatest feeling ever. Yeah. And our coaches were real young and we, we partied, we, we, we partied <laughs> a little bit after. And, and it was, uh, that was wild, man. We were on top of the world. There's no better feeling than, than, winning when you're not supposed to you know oh man dude so awesome love yeah. love a good comeback story love a good underdog story Hell okay yeah. well um I, f- I feel like this is a good time to transition into our main topic which is well i, I kind of want to pivot a little bit here because i feel like i i have a a uh interesting idea which is because okay. the original way that this topic came up is what i told mike is i had a really hot take on stream that most of my chat disagreed with me on. So I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about this and then I wanna hear, I wanna hear a hot take that you had that your stream didn't agree with you on, if you can think of one. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you can think about it. We, you can think about it while yeah. we're talking about this. I'm gonna need a little time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically what I'm talking about is like, you know, what's what's like your A2? You know, what's, it, what's your- <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Yo, mm. Morph, if you're watching this, I love you, bro. Um. I, which is so funny, right? People still bring that up, even though like he's even like been like, yeah, that was like a little silly of me, whatever. Like so funny how people like cling on to this stuff like so long afterwards. Yeah. But the hot topic that I had on stream, we were talking about wipes progression and the long term uh, gameplay that Star Citizen is going to hold, and games in general, right, get kind of stale unless there's movement forward. And this is something that we've talked about, right? Which is that 
um mike has this this might be kind of a hot topic that that you have is you actually really enjoy the subscription model for games because it uh, yeah. forces developers to make interesting content constantly right keep them coming back um which i i feel like is an interesting take i haven't played a lot of sub subscription games so i can't really chime in on that much one subscription game i played okay dual universe <laughs> oh god i'm sorry <laughs> i actually i really enjoyed like my month that i played it it was it was like kind of like multiplayer satisfactory which i know is already multiplayer but not on that scale um it wasn't at that time really you know it kind of was right but right there weren't servers for it at that time when it first dropped but it just comes down to like if you're gonna go the subscription model for a game that game has to be able to live for years do you i mean could you have played Dual absolutely Universe for years no i couldn't yeah. even played it for months to be yeah. completely honest with you and there's a reason why that game is dying right um 100%. if you guys didn't hear about dual universe if you played it i really enjoyed my time in it thought it was a great game um the thing that killed it for me a couple of things uh have you have i told you this story before i think and i think we talked about it a little bit on the podcast as well oh we may have so yeah i apologize i won't i won't tell it again um but the shortened version is that essentially i played it for a month loved it the combat ended up being really wacky it's like tab target yeah. people moving at max speed um you know and then like you have to like basically the stars have to align for you to kill someone or or have combat with someone which is a big part of the game for me I, I like combat in video games um and so that wasn't great but then one day someone deleted our ship um we thought it was a permissions oh, yeah, error yeah. we thought it was a permissions yeah. error turns out basically someone who is a moderator in the game who's not an employee just a random player that they've designated mod powers to to like gm decided he didn't like me he didn't like my stream and he deleted our ship um so that ruined it for me i was like yep i'm done um but then like later on they uh did a couple of things one of them was they took away mining you can't mine in that game anymore which is a that's Why? kind of a, well it, because it was too stressful on the servers is what they said and so now you have like these big machines that you place down on the surface and they mine for you um okay I don't know if you have to like go to low location and scan for it and then put it down, you know, for like different resources and stuff. If that's but the case, I think that's all right. It's okay, but it's not the same, right? I think it's what we're going to have in Starfield, actually. Oh, yeah, probably. Probably. But I mean, man, I enjoyed Colonoscopy Simulator, you know, <laughs> getting underground, like seeing the pings for stuff, like getting closer to it. That was really cool to me. I like the scanning in that game. I thought it was cool. Um, but yeah, the game ended up just not being for me. But um, I think they ended up... Or many people. Or many people, right? I think, <laughs> I think that game's on hospice, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Which, you know, I love a good space multiplayer game, so it's unfortunate. But um, essentially, th they ended up having a wipe, I think. And uh, I don't think it's doing too hot. But the thing that I was saying in Star Citizen that was such a hot take was that I don't think wipes are that bad. Because essentially, they help with progression every once in a while and, and help sort against like people hoarding wealth and you know gameplay getting stale you're doing the top end content instead of uh working towards something and the really hot thing that i said everyone's probably like that's not that hot the really hot thing that i said was that mmos do it too all the time like world of warcraft destiny 
stuff like that. And they do it just in a sneaky way, right? They'll make all your gear obsolete and you're essentially starting from zero on the new DLC, on the new update. Uh, and essentially what's happening is they're tricking you into thinking it's not a wipe because they don't wipe your gold or whatever, but maybe they have a new currency and they're like, you've got to ob ob obtain these mic coins to unlock the mic gear, you know, but really it's, um, it's just them wanting you to progress from zero again to do the new content. Right. And so uh, a lot of people were like, that's not actually a wipe. And I was like, yeah, I know. But um, essentially it was, it was, um, frowned upon and a lot of people are like well we never need wipes in star citizen and i think Excuse it's interesting me? well yeah of we do well you really you believe this i thought you would be on the other side of this you right now we do so okay well yeah what about once we go live though well what is what we go live what does that look like 1.0 hits we Wait, got server meshing like? in the game okay we and got base building we've got and uh all the things you know I, i'm i'm lacking all right now reputation things. you're Juana. lacking because they don't exist right <laughs> so they're 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 all a fiction of they're they're all in your imagination okay. they don't exist so for me it's very hard to apply those things to star citizen to star citizen but how i look at wipes right now is wipes outside even in games like daisy and rust feel like a a result of poor forward thinking or or lack of vision really or yeah because yes they help but they help because players get to a point where the game stagnates okay and I the guess developers that's fair. didn't the, the developers didn't put in the the tools to prevent that from that stagnation from hmm. happening right uh to to give enough carrots to chase for enough time uh and and people i think maybe that's sort of the hot takes that i have is that i want gameplay that is unattain unattainable for a lot of players you need those those carrots to chase and for for me i think like a game like tarkov or a game like Rust, or a game like Daisy, but Tarkov, I think, is the best example when to tie it to games like the Star Citizen that we play, is I don't think they intend to have wipes in the long term either. Maybe maybe their their vision for they the say game they has don't. changed. Yeah, yeah but, but they've also said they want to do... That's where they want to develop to. Yeah, but. they said they want to do some servers that are, are optional wipe, where you can sign mm -hmm. up for them and you will get wipes, and then other servers where it's no wipe, is what they've said. That's what they okay. want to do. That's the goal. So you'll have and two characters, basically. Okay. All yeah. right. Interesting. But I look at it as a a a short term solution to for developers to not have to build a a, a quality game. That's not saying that Daisy Rust and and Tarkov are not quality games, but it does feel like a when they set out on day one to make these games, that wipes were not part of the, the vision. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, and they, they weren't supposed to be, I don't think. And to, yeah. like, to make it clear, I'm not pro-wipe in Star Citizen either, unless it's yeah. needed. However, I am pro-gameplay that feels like wipe. And what I mean by that is 
adding in gameplay that it's like if you don't do this new gameplay then you're gonna fall behind the rest of the player base you can't jump in after five years and be right where everyone else is do you know mm -hmm. what i mean like that's the kind of gameplay i'm talking about when i say star citizen needs progression that I, and i i was using the term wipe but that's not really what i mean and but wipe, wiping has the same effect right which is where yeah. if you don't play when the wipe happens and you jump in the game two three four five six seven months after the wipe happened well you're going to be behind everyone else and that was my point that was the point yes. i was trying to make the whole time which is i want gameplay that keeps you on your toes right and even if it's every exo time it doesn't have to be like every month right but like cig could introduce new components or uh new crafting systems or new missions in like certain places that you go to and you get certain rep or like gear or whatever a ship that is only attainable in game oh god imagine a ship that you couldn't buy with real money only get in game that would be really cool i think a, a miracle a miracle a miracle the only ship they have planned for that at the moment is the the bangle and i guess if you want to consider like stealing the f8 lightning oh and the scythe sort of the sides sort of some people were able to buy them early on but um the only way to get the human flyable ones would be to to steal them apparently isn't it in the referral program or am i thinking of the glaive you're thinking of the blade or the glaive the sides yeah. are like worth more than a javelin on the market oh wow they're incredibly rare oh wow yeah i didn't realize mm -hmm. yeah maybe it's just because i haven't seen them i get all those ships mixed up because like they need some love you know so i don't oh, i don't yeah. really fly them uh maybe yeah. the blade the most but i know the glaive is really good right now um however it's like it, these are this is exactly what i'm talking about this is the kind of gameplay i'm talking about personally and i've said this which is not as hot of a take is i think that you shouldn't be able to buy capital ships with real money now they've already done the damage but imagine if capital ships were a goal to work towards with your org members and that you had to you know either buy them in game for a ridiculous amount of money or you had to steal one or you had to uh salvage one like what they're planning with the derelict bangle you know 10 years from now but you know what i mean um it's like that would be so incredibly cool if it was like in-game content and then now you've created in-game content for the orgs and you're like oh this guy has a javelin this guy has an idris oh they're rolling together in an org that's so cool whatever and i now, want that yeah i want that because the truth of the matter is is most capital ships that have been bought with real money are going to sit in hangars most of their life they'll be pulled out a couple of times maybe once or twice for people to look at them but most will sit in hangers forever but if if you were to compare this situation to like a daisy rust uh tarkov scenario is you would be getting to that ship in uh two months and then once you've got got to that point that is the apex and now i'm bored so developers have realized that and they go, okay, players are bored. Let's take those away and we'll we'll do a couple of changes, add a few new guns, maybe a, a new trader in Tarkov, a new uh, location here, maybe yeah. some new base building mechanics in DayZ or something like that and go, right? And it's like, 
I guess like maybe I, that's what you want, and that's what I feel like a lot of games I don't are missing. Want that. No, 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 no. I know you don't. What okay. what I was gonna say is that figure out what you want the apex of your gameplay to be and yeah. then build gameplay off that. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like you Make get it. to the the Idris, you get to the javelin, and then okay, now there's all these different tasks and stuff you can do only with that content. Right? And, like and allow it to be achievable. Like you can lose it, you can absolutely you can win it back. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be the specific example that you gave, but it just be anything that is very difficult to achieve, takes lots of time, lots of effort uh, and people coming together because MMO, right? And when you get there, it, it's something that you work to hold on to. But th these, again, are part of my, thing. I think, hot takes that people don't want to play games like that anymore. So what, like people, multiplayer games? Mul okay, so back in the day, and, and even in games like EVE still today, people are forced to, to like work in shifts and they, you know, it's like a second job and people don't want to do that anymore. I, I still do, right? I kind of do I, as well. Yeah, absolutely. But we're... But we're in this unique scenario where yes. this is our job. I know, so, I know. So the people in our chats are like, uh, shut up, idiot. I have 14 kids, a wife, and uh, two dogs or, or six dogs. I actually have a kennel, and I have to, you know, it takes me eight hours a day to just feed the yeah. dogs. So I don't have enough time to play games. And I'm flying so to Africa where... on the weekend to feed starving children. Exactly. So they just don't have the time. They don't. You know? And, and, uh... That's sort of where wipes in games, when they happen somewhat regularly, it's like, all right, man, like this is how I feel with Tarkov. Right. Is, all right, man, I missed this wipe and I felt like I was behind and I felt like I sucked, but maybe I'll jump into the next one. So it, yeah. it not, not only, so the developers are, it, it almost feels like microtransactions. Yeah. Where developers are going, well, this is easier. I don't have to do as much. We, we get, valuable feedback from how players play how quickly they gain things more more and, and they're they're like taking advantage of it and and uh, almost abusing they don't have to make a i get what you're product. saying i get what you're saying you know? i think what i would like to see is like and i'm super pro casual player by the way i don't yeah. think that like I, I think that there is room for both hardcore and casual players to live in the same universe yeah, casual players just have to accept that they can't get that thing that we explained right, unless, right. unless they work together with that group. You you can play the WoW quest, but you're not going to be able to do ra the raids week one if you don't have an org or really at all, right? I think there's an LFG yeah. system now, I'm pretty sure, in-game. I don't never know. Played WoW. I, don't I don't know. know. Oh, you don't know? I've never... Well, I played it years ago, barely. Um, Like, literally, like 15 years ago, barely I played it. But... Mm. Um, basically it's like, I don't think that people would complain about a game like destiny or a game like, wow, creating content that a solo player couldn't play. And I don't think that people should complain about that kind of content in star system, but people think that, um, people hear things like AI blades and th people think things like, um, the, the NPC crews and think that I'm going to be able to do everything myself. And I don't think that that's the case either. I think CIG has to walk that line very carefully um someone brought up a stat to me they said that 
they looked over like how orgs are growing and shrinking and stuff. And apparently mm. trading orgs are mega on the decline. Like they've been going down since not like losing them, but they're like falling is like the number one org security is on the rise. And my thought process is the reason why trading orgs are low is because trading is not a multiplayer activity. People are doing it by themselves. So, Ask me the last time I ran people, into it. Go ahead. Some people have done it, but you, but again, you're just playing pretend. It's so, so you can, rare. You can have like five of your own ships. You fill them all. And then five people are flying them and you go back and sell and split the money or whatever. But it's just not the game isn't where it, it needs to be. And I wipes in Star Citizen have not happened for the reasons that wipes happen in Daisy, Rust, and Tarkov. Right. Absolutely. The common games with wipes. I'm sure there's others. But the they happen in those games because uh content's gotten stale. We want to add some new stuff. Might as well add a wipe. Get some excitement behind it. But when the wipe happened in 3.18, or was supposed to happen, or whatever you know, whatever happened with 3 3.18, has there ever been more hype about it around a Star Wars Never. patch? Never. And this is something that I, I, I argue with my chat. Yeah, this is something that I argue with my chat is they said that people aren't excited about the wipes, actually. Um, when they're frequent, no. But we yes. did have a quite. We had a year, I think. Maybe? It was it was oh. over a year, I think. Yeah, so it was a long time where yeah. there where there may not have been a, a a significant wipe, and now, you know, it's kind of in the the players' minds where we've gotten them. We got a wipe when they said we wouldn't. We didn't get a wipe when they said they would, and it it's been this just that was tough. Uh, you know, emotional roller coaster with them, and they're just absolute awful communication, which is like you cannot. Uh, um, but Mike, be believe a word out of their mouths these days. I had someone come into my chat today and say 318 was playable. You just had to be patient. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but I think a 12 hour stream staring at the, the menu was a, just about patient enough. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I know you did the same thing, but uh, yeah. I didn't do the same thing. I got unbelievably oh, that's right. you lucky. Got I got yeah, you unbelievably got lucky. Do you and know how many times a day, guys, this this fucking guy tells me how you won't believe how lucky I got. Well, I mean, it's just Mike, Mike, dude, I got so lucky oh, today. My. I did this. Here we go. Oh my god! But like we said at the beginning, you make your own luck. You were there at the moment. You hit the button. You you were like, all right, here it goes. Boom, boom. I was a few seconds off. And that was it. That's all it took. If he clicked the button, guys, five seconds after me. That's yep. it. Five seconds. Yep. And he couldn't get in. Nobody could get in. And people, no. so many, so many angry people in my chat. Oh, dude, like streamer privilege. I can't believe CIG's letting streamers play, but not us. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, bro, I'm sorry. And the funniest oh part God. is, is once you were in, you were in. The queue yeah. had recognized you. So I could go, I could close out of the game, open it back up. No problem. And I actually had someone one time. They were like, I dare you to close your game right now. And I was like, give, give 10 subs and I will. And in the back of my mind, the back of my mind, Got I'm em. like, yeah. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I know it's going to work. I know it's going to work. And they don't, they, they gift the subs. I close out of the game. I open it back up and boom, I'm right back in. And I'm like, streamer privilege, baby, get wrecked. 
Um, yep. And but, I tried to get on on five different accounts, and I did not get to play the game for a month. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. And you ended up yeah. you ended up going on vacation, right? Yeah, I was yeah, just like, All it's right. great. I mean, great man. This is pointless. You didn't miss anything. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. And then I did the same thing last week. Three eighteen <laughs> one hit. It was it was decent. Three eighteen two hit. That was when that semi wipe happens thing. And then I think people just started to give up. You know, yeah. um, I don't blame them. I don't blame them for well, sure. I mean, the the other part of the topic was progression, right? And yeah. people, you, you want to be able to feel like you're you're working towards something, yep. and and you want to feel like your progression has a, has meaning. And I think if you are wiping all the time, that progression doesn't have meaning. Now, I, I was I don't play Rust. I, I watch a lot of Rust content. I know you you have too. We've had a lot of conversations yep. about that. The they wipe the first Thursday of every month, a mandatory some, wipe from. Yes. No, this is a, from the, the I know. studio. I and know. then some servers just do it you every know, week, fix random things. Yeah. So, like, Rust is a very fast progression and it's meaningful, but only for well, that, that and quick I, burst. This is a good lesson for CIG. Rust is. And the reason why okay. is because. The end game for Rust is PvP, and it's destroying other people's shit, right? It's basically a race to see who can get there first. And once you do get there, it's like you either got to be way better than the other people, or you got to have better gear, right? Um, or get lucky, right? Um, you think that's a good thing? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, okay. is that that is what CIG doesn't want to do. Right. And again, I'm anti-wipe. I am. I'm anti-wipe. I don't think they should be wiping frequently. I enjoy wipes when they happen because it feels like we have fresh content. They're adding content Absolutely. in. There's new stuff to do. That feels good to me at the moment. Long-term, I'm anti-wipe. What's the lesson then? The lesson is, is that if they don't do what we're talking about, which is create the content that they feel like is the apex, and then after that... um create content open, based on that yeah open, that opens doors right? they're going to be stuck in the tarkov in the, the rust style in the daisy style which is where they're going to have to wipe right because i think the last thing any of us want to see is us get a year two three four years into a, a wipe and all of a sudden everyone's like okay what do we do now like i've done everything i've ran a million bunkers what do we do now and the truth of the matter is is in the current state of the game if bunk if not bunkers if wipes didn't happen some of this gameplay would be extremely boring um man people send me it's because of an exploit but people send me 40 million auec on my my alt account right and um it's like okay well now i have no motivation to play the video game anymore like i get to do like the the you know interesting content but like then People will, for example, I help someone out with a bounty or like help someone clear their crime set or something, and they'll send me money like 35,000 AUEC. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. It has no value. It doesn't mean anything um, because CIG is, there's, well, the, I mean, the main issue is the exploit, right? And they fix that. But it's like, if that's how it feels long term, is what I'm alluding to. When the game does live and there is no exploits, I've just played the game forever and I have tons of money, then that's not going to feel great, right? Um, yeah, it's not you know going to feel great. The, 
Do you know what all the games that we've mentioned that have wipes? And and I don't know. Do you know if there's any others that that come to your mind or? Someone said Atlas, uh, but um, okay. I haven't played Atlas. I played it on day one and then never played it again because it okay. was a, a rough launch. But that that game seemed super cool. I guess Conan Exiles has a uh, has wipes as well. I've yeah, that Ark before. as well. Ark. But I guess the the problem with all of those games it, in comparison to a game like an EVE Online, uh, obviously an Ultima Online that I've played before, is you end up being games that have player-run economies don't need wipes because of the player-run economy. Mm. And in games that don't have player-run economies, Tarkov, uh, Daisy, Rust, Conan. Two of the games everything. you just mentioned have player run economies. Not really. I would so, say that so, Tarkov is player run. But your traders have these things, and you never have to interact with another player if you don't want to. You don't. You can go in game. You can you can uh, sell everything to a trader. You could buy everything from a trader. You're right. Yes, you you don't have to on, interact with them. You can but, go on to the flea. Yeah, but the flea is very it, helpful. As far as I know, people. Of course, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, but it's not. It's not. It's completely not. It's not player, player only. Run. You're correct. Now Rust is. I would say. Well, actually, that's not true. They have traders now. But yeah. Yeah. For but, the longest time, Rust was player player run. But I get what you're is, saying. It is, but don't you go because again, I'm not. I've only watched a little bit of Rust content. I just think it's awesome to watch, but I don't actually know what's going on. So there's like, um, like hero locations there, right? That are called like landmarks or something like that. And you'll go there and you'll get a bunch of scrap, or you'll you'll go there and you'll get uh, a a you know a blueprint of some kind that you might want, right? Uh, but there's no there's no way for you to to build a, a space station that makes the, you know, there's no way that you build a base that makes the material that people need. I know there is in Rust. Like I get what you you're make saying. Keys and, and all these things, but it there isn't this situation where you can be in control of, I, I'm, I'm explaining it very weirdly, but in games where, they're mostly player-run economies. Well, uh, how about this? For whatever Tell me a reason, game that they don't you're talking lives. about. Give me an example Eve. of the game you're talking about. Okay, Eve. Eve and 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 uh, and Albion Online mm. is another one. So in those games, you you as a player don't own the city, but you can own a uh like a a crafting station in the city that everybody needs to use and you make money off of that. Mm. But then you also own these outside locations that, that are make the, that only have the highest tier items within your border. So you get the, the highest tier crafting materials at your base and you can farm them once every 24 hours. And like, it's a huge fight to get those. But the thing about Albion online is they do wipe. Because mm. the the highest uh, the highest like the most powerful guilds would have control over those locations forever, and nobody would be able to make headway into it. So they reset, and then everybody fights for everything again. Mm. So even they wipe. 
So it, it's gotten to a point where can games even survive without them? I, I don't know. You know, I, I look it, back it, and I'm like, Eve is the only one that survives forever. And, yeah. And I, has had some some success, but you would argue that, that it's still a fairly niche game, right? So I would say super niche is what Eve is. Yeah. You know, even yeah. someone like myself who really enjoys space games, I wouldn't find myself playing it. Um, and the main reason is it plays like an RTS and I don't really play RTS games. Yeah. You know, that's the main reason. Uh, I'm more of a shooter style. I'd rather play DayZ than Eve. You know, and I've never, I've actually never played sure. DayZ. Um, you should. I, everyone tells me to. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. But it's, um, it's a game I want to check out. It's a mini wipe. It's essentially a mini wipe every time you play. Right. Every time you die. Yeah. Yeah. But you can like log out and keep your stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Like uh Daisy content creators that I watch they'll they'll be like I've had this character for this many days. And it's a, it's a thing like you build up mm. to uh to like I've I haven't had I a, a death, you know. Well, I've seen Minecraft people do the same thing actually. Mm. They'll be like I've been playing on this hardcore world for 3 years and then by that time they're like doing all the risky stuff like you're like oh my god, I would never do this. But they're like yep. and then they die and it's this huge deal. There's this guy who said he ended up dying because he got stuck in a one by one block in the the um whatever it's called the the um bottom Lava stuff no 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 the bottom yeah. stuff whatever it's called um man my for whatever reason I can't remember what it's called but it's like this stuff you can't mine any lower but it like is it's feathered out so there might be a block up here and then one adjacent and there's spaces in between them and stuff and he got stuck so he on accident move. in a one by one block. And he was prone. He couldn't stand up. And that was it. And um, it, it's unfortunate because there's a way out of that. But you have to have this fruit that you can only get in the nether. I forget what it's called. But people don't typically use it. And he just didn't have any on him. So he lost like years of progression because of that. That's you know? cool. So and that's awesome. Crazy. At the same time, it's, it's, it's a story, right? We were talking about the, the esports villain and things like that. Like what a story. Well, and it, it had meaning because of that, yeah. right? And yeah. I think that's what we're looking for is Star Citizen. And it's like some of this stuff feels like slam dunks. Put a gun in the game, call it the desync repeater. It does 25% <laughs> more damage than any other weapon in the game. That's not even that much, I don't think. 25% or maybe 10%, whatever. Whatever's going to make people happy. Whatever they feel like is balanced. Make it where you can only get it from UE ships. But you have to destroy them. You got to steal them. You got to be sneaky about it. Something like that. Or maybe this outpost makes them or something. You can find them every once in a while. Um, or you can Do you know craft what I really them. want? You know Go what ahead. I really, really want? What? Uh, you know the armor that at the uh, SPK guard? You know how he's like super bullet, bullet spongy? Mm. What if you put that armor on and you were as spongy as he is? That would be cool, and maybe it had degradation like Tarkov it armor. It would, it would, it would have to, yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. A lot of people would be against that. I wouldn't, but it would have to be Why? way more rare. You, yes, it would have to be. He wouldn't, you know, couldn't spawn with it that often, or it was like a much more of a challenge to get them to spawn. I mean, listen, if we had good AI in the game, they would spawn less often because it would be a challenge <laughs> there, right? Um, but we don't, so. There's, yeah 
there's there's that but the uh i think that you're kind of i agree something though there is and it's uninsurable know, you can lose it and it's gone forever yeah. someone can take it off your body but yeah. once it's gone it's gone forever you know give us some value and i've said this before too with other stuff rare medical items you know i would even be okay with a self here's what someone said okay we talked about this the other day you ready for this a self-res one-time use one-time use but it goes on your chest boom you have to get to a medical hospital to get it removed and every x amount of minutes it inputs a certain amount of drugs into you until you just overdose and die so if you don't make it to the hospital you're dead one time you, so you gotta be you gotta be careful about using it because if you use it and you know you can't get to a hospital you might be sol right I mean, you know, the one thing that, that you touched on about wipes and progression as well that, you know, we we struggle with in our game and I think is like the key, 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 key factor is crafting, right? It, and, and it's not something that you necessarily like to participate in, but I was talking about this with, with a, a mutual friend of ours about like your style of gameplay has been, is able to exist right now where mine doesn't in the game we like to play but it's like on the cusp and feels like it's it's like getting there and could be pretty exciting and the thing for me is if they do crafting really well and and it's a a challenge and a slow burn and something that is you know competitive can you can compete over it and there there's there's that progression in within it uh that's where those wipes become less needed, right? Yep, absolutely. It, it, the sa same, the same can, can be said for, uh, you know, the similar thing with, with the armor that, that we were just talking about is like these really difficult things to find that, you know, will disappear in, in time and that things that people want to work towards and, and have. But the thing about that is eventually somebody will have it all. And absolutely. the games that the games that require wipes the most in the negative way are the games that players have it all too, too quickly. Yeah. And once they have it all, that's it, right? Yeah, that's and once Tarkov. they have it all, it's almost a, a snowball effect where they continue to have it all. And anybody who's trying to make any headway quits. So like the example that you gave of, uh, all right, once we get the big ship and then we fight over it and, and if I take it from you, guess what happens from the to the people who you take it from? They quit. Like that's what happens in games like Daisy and games like Rust, I feel like, is once their base is done, they don't want to go through the process again. But, but if a wipe happens, they're like, all right, we're all on the same playing field. Mm. Let's go. I'm excited. I get what you know you're what I saying. Mean? I get like, what you're saying. Like, I I wonder what the listeners are feeling like right now. I feel like we've mm. been when uh, been a little bit all over the place, but I think it's because we're we're, we're just talking we're, about progression in general. Well, know? I think it's because we're figuring out our thought process on like, do yeah. we like it? Is it good? Is it not? I'm I I know that's maybe the, I don't want to say for us. I should say for me is I've been all over the place on on it because I'm not sure if it's good or if it's not. But you don't want players to quit, right? I don't want players to quit. That's for sure. But and and if you have that big thing that everybody is going after, that's not going to that's not going to work. So you think that if there's a bangle in game and you lose it, you think those people are done forever? Yep. 
I don't think so. Maybe I'm think wrong. Think about how devastating it is. So there's absolutely. There's but the, I would want to go get it back. You would, but there's the True. need. There's the need. You're one of the most persistent people I I've seen. Right, like most people going through the experiences you have in, in the game we play, you they would quit, right? And most people have. Fair enough. Right. So you're you're a, a little bit of a different animal when it comes to those things. But the the average player, I think, quits, and I think the the game studios know that and that's why they're like all right and this is the crazy thing about star system why wouldn't you want to be on a level playing field on day one why is everybody like totally fine with not being on a level playing field that's literally why these games wipe and and why the excitement is around it it's like all right man everybody around me is is exactly they're in the exact same position as me this is so cool and and then we go it's like wipes are so cool and so good but then there's su- there's also I think I think it's also like a failure if you have to do them at the same time. Right, right, yeah. And so how do I, you keep players on the? Yeah, it's tough on the treadmill, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard, and that's why I think wipes have become more. Yeah, popular. it's tough. That's why it's just easier. It's just yeah. easier. But I mean, the so it's it's interesting, right? Because you could take that in because obviously the capital ship thing isn't going to happen in Star Citizen, right? Because yeah. people already own them. I have one sure. through referrals. I did, you know, I didn't mean to get it, but I did. Um, yeah. And so whether I like it or not, day one of the final wipe of Star Citizen, if that day does come, I have the capital ship, which is a huge advantage over most people. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people do have capital ships, not those people. Um, concierge rise up, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I think that it's it's interesting to think about how do you keep those because you could replace it with like a space station, right? Oh, you have these capsule That's space stations, and I That's would love that. Want. You mine stuff. Oh, you mine titanium, and you use that to or you go salvage rmc and you turn it into your station and now that's used as your material to repair ships and you mine quantanium that's used for your material to uh fuel up your ships and hydrogen whatever like eventually that will come in hopefully um so that's like long-term progression for orgs but then like also making it interesting after that and there are some things they could do that I've thought of, but man, the whole, your argument really throws a wrench in that because how yeah. do you, how do you stop people from quitting the game after such a massive loss? And I think there's not an answer to that, that I can think no. of. It's, and, and that's the, that's the thing where maybe my, like when, when you were going to ask me what my hot take is, is I, I'm always looking for that, that insane grind to to get to the i want the the heartbeat your heart beating out of your chest in this situation i don't want to die here right i love that stuff too yeah yeah that's i'm all about that but then when you lose you you know your heart's beating because when you lose it sucks and that feeling is hard to get past and imagine that feeling when it's not a week of progression but it's years of progression or months of progression, right? With and lots like, of people. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, that one's tough for our game specifically, but I still think there's gotta be, there's gotta be a way, but I don't think like, dude, do you think 
they said it they wouldn't do it, but Star Citizen has gone uh back on their word with basically uh a lot of things. Hmm. Do you think we would still see wipes post launch? Again, I'm not or... pro wipe. I'm not pro wipe, but it, do you think like are you saying cuz here's the deal. I personally think do you think that... they would have to is what I'm asking. Maybe. Because here's the deal is I think a lot of the wipes they've done have been under the guise of we need to do this for like a technical update or something. And I don't they, think it's under the guise. It's because things got fucked. No, 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 not all of them. Some of them have been technical, but I think sometimes yeah. they've just been like, oh yeah, you know, we need a why, but it's not really, they didn't need to. They just want to reset everyone back to zero for the purposes of like, for example, you know, they made it a lot easier to go to prison this update. Why? Cause they add a lot of content to prison. They wanted people to test that out. So sometimes CIG mm -hmm. pushes people sneakily in those directions. And sometimes I sure. feel like that has been the source of the ripe wipe or at least a major reason for them. Um, you know, like, uh, uh, a lot of, this is a very conspiracy theory. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Do you remember audio visual equipment? Yeah, a lot of people believe that they purposely added that to the game so that they could have a reason to wipe. Uh, and they were like, "Oh, there's trillions of AUEC in the game. Like, we got to wipe, guys." But it seems Are we getting like a wipe in the next patch. It seems like we're supposed to be. You sure? We're supposed to be. That's what they said. Right. They said they said if we fix the exploit, then we'll wipe. That's what they said. Okay, I hope we get one. I listen. I someone. I may be wrong about this, but someone told me that CIG set on Spectrum, if they fix the exploit, we get one. Um, but this is do different. Do you want one or no? This is different. Right now? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Because people are, would just, people are sending would me tens of... Back in. Yeah, people are sending me tens of millions of AUEC. And here's the best part. If they wipe, we're back to where we were, hopefully, in 319, where it was supposed to be. And it wasn't that because of the technical issues, right? Um, they're, they're wiping. They're not wiping. They're wiping. They're not wiping. Oh, we didn't yeah. wipe, guys. Partial wipe. Some people got wiped, but not everyone. You know, I, I think everyone would have just loved to start from zero. Everyone would have just loved to start from zero. That's what it should have been. Hot take. I don't want to see another wipe in Star Citizen until they have somebody working on the economy. What is the point? What, I don't disagree. What is the point? of doing anything until there is like proper gold sinks, proper, uh, don't disagree. Just like these. So like, again, this isn't a star citizen podcast, but we're, but we can tie our conversations to that game quite easily. And a lot of our audience understands it, but this can be the same scenario can be applied to all the other games that we talked about where the, the, their economies of what, what whether it's uh base building um crafting armor weapons whatever those games are built on are they they reach max capacity too quickly and yes some players are just power gamers and power levelers and they're going to go nuts right and what other games do instead of wiping is sort of what you talked about is you just raise the level cap and and then you know make that experience even harder to get or change the you know do some balancing to armor add a new set of armor that people are trying to chase after those are things you can do but people don't like that either right 
Like, cause then that, that, neg- yeah. that negates everything that they've done before. And it's kind of like, uh, back, you know, back on the, the hamster wheel. It's not really fun, fun either, but I, I think, you know, that's the experience we're having in our game is, is money doesn't mean anything. And that's the only thing that you're really earning in the game, because unfortunately uh, there are no, there's no crafting, there's no items, there's no uh, things to gain power in, in the game currently. And uh, that's why I think we, we can use wipes more than anything, but that's why I don't want to see them is I don't want to see wipes until there is something to progress to. What's the point? You might as well just leave us with mil- billions of credit. Who cares? What, it, you know? I so. totally agree. I just, the only point of me wanting a wipe right now is just to get everyone to back on the same playing field because yeah. it felt, it felt, this wipe is not because I want to be back at zero. It's because the wipe, a wipe is what the community deserved back in 319 and we didn't get it. Right? Yeah. Like it, or back in 318 too right that's that's when it was supposed to be that's what yeah. we needed we needed a full wipe that's what everyone wanted and it didn't happen and then they wasted a whole lot of people's times and the people who they didn't waste time were the people exploiting yep. it was it was the the eighth scu exploit people are exploiting and guess what those people did not get wiped they didn't get wiped and cig said they were going to i messaged someone from cig they said they were going to wipe those people and guess what they didn't and so the only people's time that they respected were the people exploiting. And so, yeah, I would like to see everyone back on the same playing field. I'd like to see the exploits get fixed. But the thing is, like you said, exploits are not going to get fixed. Um, now... They'll just be new ones. Yeah. And so another hot take from me here is... <laughs> we're just sharing all the hot takes. I don't know if you have one yet, but I, I've, I've got one. Is um, I personally think that CIG needs to be banning and warning... And even not permanently banning, just like slaps on the wrist for people, one day, three day, whatever bans, for people who are using exploits in game today, not five years from now, today, and people who are RMCing and stuff like that. And the reason why... That's a hot take. Yeah, we talked about this, but here's the reason why. is because Tarkov didn't get ahead of it. And instead, they waited and cheaters grew, exploiters grew, RMTers grew, and by the time they really did anything serious about it, they now have a massive community of cheaters, exploiters, and RMTers a part of their game. And if CIG doesn't show people that they're serious, because it's in the TOS that exploiting is against, the CIG says we can take actions against your account if you exploit or dupe or whatever. They just don't. Um, and so if they showed people that we're serious about this, it's going to set them up for success in the future so people don't do things like cheating. And I had someone today saying that players should be able to do whatever they want. And it's up to the devs to fix it. Like people shouldn't get banned for exploiting. It's up to the devs to fix it. And I completely disagree because where do you draw the line between that? Like you could use that same argument for cheating, right? Hey, it's up to the devs to stop us from cheating. Like if we're able to do it, then what's the, what's the issue, right? Like it, it's, it all of a sudden becomes very blurry when you don't draw the line at a certain point. And so like personally, the people who are RMTing on eBay right now, selling AUEC for tens of thousands of real dollars, right? These people are, have made, like, you can see what their transaction history is. And why haven't we done that? (laughs) I dude, like 
The thing is, though, is how do those how are those people getting that money to sell to people? They're cheating. Yeah, they're exploiting. There's only they're one way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're cheating and they're exploiting, right? Um, or duping money somehow. They figured it out, and so they have billions of AUC, trillions of AUC. And so what CIG should be doing is going to eBay, buying one of these packages, looking at the logs of who sent it, and then ban that account, right? And yep. And and then they rinse and repeat, right? Cost them a few bucks to do it, but it's worth it to get those RMTers out of the game. They're going to have to pay 45 bucks every time. It's going to start costing them money. Maybe not enough, but you can maybe get to the source. I don't know. CIG probably has more information that I'm not thinking of, like IPs and stuff, where they could maybe like do sneaky stuff with that. Um, and the, personally, I just think that Yes, it's not up to the players to police the game, but I think it's totally fine for CIG even now to be like, hey guys, if you use these exploits against other players and you're using them to negatively affect the game in an unintentional way, then yeah, we're going to take action against your account. I don't think that's bad. In the live servers on P2, I think. Oh, absolutely is. not. Yeah. yeah, in P2 or Evocati, absolutely not. In live servers is what I'm talking about. Of course, yeah. Just uh, just wanted to put that out there in case a commenter started clapping their keyboard and was like, "You're testing." Well, you know what? I think personally, I don't, I don't know how you feel about this. Is when, you know, Star Citizen is what it is. But when, when a live server is out, it, it's not a, it's not nearly as much of a test. And the test no. is and should be the economy, the progression, the, uh the way players are, you know, feedback from the way we play based off of the fact that it's live. That's, that's where the live server should be. It, it shouldn't be uh, a bug finding quest, right? Like by that point, CIG knows what all the bugs are and they have given up on fixing them until the next patch. So there is almost no point in sharing your, your, your feedback or anything at that point. They already know it all. They knew these exploits were happening before they even went live. You know, and they just didn't give a shit and and did it anyway. So there's, or or they did, but they don't care enough to to do anything about it. But that's a whole another, you know, can of worms. Or they or, didn't have or, the time. There's all sorts of stuff. You know, well, you and... got the time. You just don't put the patch live. But you know, there's they didn't. I don't know if they found it. You know, they hot fixed to fix the the one of them. Right. But there's, there's others. Another one. And yeah. And there will continue to be them even into live whenever that happens. Right. Like 100%. I'm talking about 1.0. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm and sure so, people know and are not sharing. That's a whole nother right. thing. So why are we not drawing the line somewhere is what I think. Yeah. Right. That's a really I'm, hot I'm take. With you. But yeah, it's a really hot take. But I personally think that setting CIG up for success now is the answer. And I think there's a big difference, right? I'm not saying, oh, you tested an exploit, you tested a bug, ban that fool. That's all I'm saying. There's a big difference between testing a duplication exploit and doing it thousands of Endlessly. times yeah. so that you can make trillions of AUEC. Big difference there. And if you can't see that, listen, I, I can't help you. If you can't see the difference between those two things, there's huge yeah. difference between those. 100%. I, uh, I think... And, and they kind of go hand in hand in, in with the wipe conversation, right? Is if players are are taking the progression that is intended to be in the game and just doing it at hyper speed because of 
something, it, it almost it almost forces wipes and situ like things that shouldn't be happening. You know, you know what I heard too is there there's there's always like these uh tinfoil hat people that think wipes happen for reasons outside of uh you know for Tarkov or for other games. Uh, not just Star Citizen, like they're wiping so people buy more ships. They're they're not wiping so people buy more ships, in my opinion. But that's certainly a result of of what happens when they do, because players are tired of losing their progression. So now they're just buying the progression, and that's not a good thing either, right? Is mm. uh, so it's that's not there, a, there's... that's not an insane take. I will say that's not an insane take. Because CIG does do that stuff, right? Yeah. They absolutely yeah. have done it. Like, for example, man, how convenient that the ship that was the loner for the galaxy was the Carrick. How convenient. Oh, it's the big brother to the constellation? Why wasn't the constellation the loner? Because that's not as shiny, you know? And they, do you think they would have had record-breaking sales on that if the loner would have been... So Every time I bring up the galaxy... People are like, well, I just got it because it, I get a free, you know, uh, Carrick for a couple of years. Like, okay. You're like, yeah, it's hard to argue with that because they're kind of right. It's a cheaper version of the Carrick. Um, and so CIG absolutely does do that. And the whole marketing behind that was, oh my God. I know you feel the same way, but the whole marketing behind that was insane. Uh, criminal, if you ask me. But yes. it's and CIG is doing more and more in the stuff, but not just CIG, other games do that as well, right? And so it's, I mean, our fingers aren't really only pointing at them, other devs, and I get it, they're a business, they're trying to grow. Like CIG, they got a thousand employees now, right? Um, so they gotta, they gotta, they gotta make money somehow, and they're building an office, right? And that's gotta cost a lot of money, and so it's like. I understand the need for money and need for, for, for more cash flow to be coming in, but, 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 but I think that, um, is that a good reason for a wipe? No, absolutely not. Is that a reason why they're withholding ships from being purchased pulling game and they are doing wipes? Sure. I bet it's a positive for them. I bet they think about it at least. Um, but yeah, no, totally. I, like, for example, a, a wipe in Tarkov. Nobody's going to buy more because of that, right? Maybe EOD? Yeah, it might upgrade to EOD. I was going to say, yeah, like, does, does even having more stash space matter in that Yeah, scenario? I would say so. I would say so, right? Okay. You max out stash space. That's a nice feeling. You go back to regular stash space. You might be, hmm, oh, yeah, I played so much last wipe. Might as well buy it, you know? Stash space is a okay. huge deal. It's a huge deal. Mm. You got to be like God tier stash management if you have that small stash. Really? That's what I have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can you can upgrade your stash though throughout the progress of the game. That's right? what I'm saying. So you okay. get max stash, same as everyone else, same as EOD, and then the wipe happens, you're back to zero. You might be like, hmm, maybe I should upgrade. All of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, they got another sixty dollars from you. So it, yep. it is a good point, right? Uh, I guess you wouldn't do that in Rust or um, Daisy, right? Because that's part of the gameplay. It's weird. Like some games, the, the wipe has become the gameplay. Tarkov right. is like loosely that, but Rust and Daisy, like Tarkov wasn't Rust. supposed to be that. 
Like some people yeah. are very anti-wipe and people are very anti-wipe in Star Citizen too. Personally, I love very. personally I love wipes because it's just fun to it's fun for me to start from the beginning. You know, in a game that doesn't have a lot of progression, it's fun to progress a little bit. Who doesn't like day one of an MMO? Who doesn't love it? It is the greatest experience of all time. The MMO can be absolute trash. Hello, New World. It it, it was incredible. Like it was the best. Month I love the life. first month. The, the first, first month. First month was incredible for yes. me, but they weren't going to keep me longer than that anyways. But you know what got me out of New World? What? It was the the, the desync, dude. No. Oh yeah, all the bugs. I mean, it was everything. Well, yeah. literally, wars were won and lost because people um, would gather up on a point, and the yeah. the the game didn't know what to do. Are these yeah. people alive? Are these people dead? Are they taking damage? Are they not taking damage? We would literally plan strategically. I was I was uh working with a group. I wasn't in their group. I was working with a group called Sweat and Tears, and mm -hmm. they were like, "Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get every AOE sp a spellcaster." in a circle and we're going to all cast on this point so that they can't like overtake it and blah, blah, blah. Or if they start overtaking one with desync, we're going to start AOE casting it so that that couldn't happen. Right. And I, I forgot, we actually put it on the same server, but, um, yeah. it, it was, I remember just, that, it was that, ridiculous, uh, dude. It was ridiculous. Yeah, we were not in this. We were not in sweat and tears. Yeah. And those guys, were were winning everything and they were exploiting everything. It was terrible. It was it ruined the server. Uh the you want to know a funny story? Okay, tell me. I did I did a Twitch Rivals tournament for New World. And they they uh I didn't know this. Yeah. So I was in a Twitch Rivals tournament for New World. It was God, as a content creator, how many of you out there as a Twitch streamer wanted to be a part of Twitch Rivals, right? One of the coolest things ever. I thought I was I was part of Twitch Rivals, man. And turns out it was like two people, like three people that were like the 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 captains of the team or whatever. Those were the Twitch Rivals. We were it was a state farm sponsored thing. So they, we were their good neighbors. None of us were mentioned as streamers. We were just play. We were just other players. Meanwhile, that we were all partner streamers, all part of it. It was the most demoralizing experience I've ever had as a content creator in my entire life. Okay. Cause I was telling my stream, like I'm in a Twitch rivals tournament. This is so cool. I'm so, like, I feel like I made it dude. And then the moment the tournament starts and you realize what's happening, you're looking around you and you're like, wow, I am a piece of shit. I am the worst <laughs> thing ever. It was so terrible, dude. But anyway, like going along with your story, they banned, like my build was ice gauntlet fire staff. Okay. They they banned it because because they didn't want the the game to look bad because oh, that's no. that's how all the desync happens. So you can go ice gauntlet, but you couldn't use. They checked your your skills. You couldn't use uh the I forgot the name of it like ice storm or whatever the AOE, the AOE spell one. for frost staff. Is that yeah. what was causing it? Yeah, that was one of them. I'll tell you what, dude. Sweat and tears did not know that. We did not okay. know that. They were not doing that on purpose. Yeah. You were yellow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the, Yeah. They Yellow they, was the clowns. They did not know that the ice gauntlet was causing that. I'm just saying. That was like, one of the things. 
that, yeah. that helped, I think. But the, yeah. Because we so they, lost they wars us, because of that. We yep. lost wars. We didn't, who knows that, but. Bro, there was exploits on top of exploits in that game. Sure. So if they didn't know that one, it didn't sure, matter, right? Sure, Somebody sure. else was using it. But yeah, I mean, that, that killed it for that game. But I mean, talk about, like, if you were invited to a Twitch, like, you got the email, you're invited to a Dude, Twitch Rivals tournament. I would tournament. have been pumped too. How, you would have messaged me right away, like, dude, did you get it? Oh my god, we're so excited, Bro. right? And then, man, I didn't even I know this, like, but I guess I know I now. Like nobody, I know now why I don't know. Do you delete your emails? No, I bet it's in there, dude. Let me check. Let me check. Yeah, I bet it's in there. But while you're checking, it, it's one of those things where if you are a content creator and you're listening to this, don't let yourself get down in these situations or whatever, right? Like we talked about me having uh, um, uh, imposter syndrome, right? And like that was one of those moments where it really hit. It really hit. Like my my chat called me a good neighbor for a good few months after that, just making fun of me and shit. And it was funny, obviously, after the fact. But in the moment, it was a... It was it was a it was a bummer, man. Yeah, just like type in New World Twitch Rivals and see if you got it. There's no way you didn't. I didn't. Did you dude. stream it a lot or did you play it a lot? I dude, I streamed the shit out of New are World. Are you are you a New World creator? I signed up for it, but I didn't get like I don't think I got the official thing. Oh, okay. I am. So maybe it was like if you're Twitch partner and New World creator, then you're you yeah, were. Yeah, I wasn't an official like creator or anything like that i i'm still a, a new world creator i i don't know why but yeah that was 2021 yeah. right that new world came out i'm looking yeah i, I have so. i have one email about twitch rivals from 2021 it says watch xqc and friends compete a massive prize in las vegas that's it that's no, all i got no. i didn't okay, get the email weird. dude yeah but dude that was that was one of those moments like wow i'm I'm never going to make it. Twitch is never because I think a lot of people in the going back to like right before you started Burks, like Twitch noticing you meant so much, right? And it it doesn't mean a lot now. Like you just have like all these ambassadors and things nope. out there now, and and you're like, who are these people, right? Some of them some of them are, are really cool. Like one of them actually comes by uh, the stream and everything. So I'd, I'm not really trying to to put it down. Like there's there's a there's value to to being a Twitch ambassador and all that stuff in in terms of like, um, you know, being setting a good good example and all that. But the Dude. back in the day, like, you know, Pluto noticing you or something like that was like, oh my god, you know, and oh, no, they, I remember. They, like, but or now trying it's... to trying to get into a, the same game as like Shroud or Doctor Disrespect in a in a PUBG match or something like that was insane. Yeah. I don't know if you played any PUBG whenever it was. Oh yeah. Big. yeah nice. oh yeah nice yeah dude i, I, I was that uh game. me me and my friend sharp we we called ourselves the pachinki boys because we would only drop in pachinki pachinki is my city dude 100 yes. uh, yeah we we were and we would lose every fucking hell match yeah dude that was, it was just madness obviously but if you survived the madness it was i so loved fun. hot dropping like i'm i don't know about you i'm a hot dropper if i'm Same. if i'm doing something like that it's I'm going to the most populated spot. And if I die right away, I'm fine with that. I'd rather die right away than land somewhere, loot for 20 minutes, and then get sniped in the head. When was the last time you played a battle royale? <laughs> um, 
Does Fall Guys count? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Man, it's been a while. Apex, maybe, like off stream, you know, a couple of times. Yeah. It's been a while, though, a couple of months. And Why I'm talking about like, a couple of games. They're so fun. Why don't we play more Battle Royales? What do you Is, mean? Does, does it, like, I don't, pl like, I mean, don't like, play them anymore. Uh, like, in, in general, general like, I don't play them anymore either. Why they're not I've as had popular? So much fun. No, they're popular still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like asking why you don't play battle royales? Listen, uh, yeah, bro, I'm fighting for my I'm fighting for my life every day playing Star Citizen, bro. <laughs> battle royale, if, dude, is is how long I can stream this game before I lose my sanity. What 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 if we had one in Star Citizen? A battle royale? We talked about this. We talked about this. They the gotta. Level. That'd yeah, be great. They gotta do it. They I would love that, it. dude. They sh they yeah. should do it. Like in but not uh, arena commander mode. That which they are doing one, right? They're doing Tank Royale. Um, yeah, but it's just called Tank Royale. It's not a fucking Battle Royale. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't played yeah. it. You know? Um, unlike some people they, who may they, or may not be in the call. Because they can't get 100 players in a server. Sure. But do you need 100 players to be a Battle Royale? Yeah, I think so. Because you need you need the, the early game that you, you need a relatively big map so you can keep making things smaller. And then you need the early game where people are are seeing each other. And then you need the the late game, uh, you know, enough time to get to the late game and, and have it be a, a pretty based fight with like, you know, good gear and all that shit. So I don't know. But I yeah, I just it was more of a rhetorical question for myself. I had so much fun in them, but why did I stop playing them? I think because for right. me, because they get repetitive. Yeah, you know, that's why. You know, it's the it's the same. And don't get me wrong; they're fun to jump in every once in a while. But for me, it's like, what? Wh where's the diversity in content? You know, it's you it loot stuff, you kill people. Don't get me wrong; I love a good FPS, but I think that's where Tarkov really scratched my itch there because it's not battle royale, but kind of is. But it's like, um, you get kind of both, you know, and then you extract. I like that was kind of the same itch for me. Sniping in that game is really fun. So, I think PUBG is what made Tarkov so successful. Is it? It fed off of of the 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 battle royale feel, but gave it a more of like a video game, you know, like more of a progression feeling, right? Like you were in you loot a battle royale is a a, a twenty minute progression game that wipes at the end of twenty minutes. Right. Like, if, yeah, you know, to get back to like to, to oh, like bring it full circle to like the wipe topic we had is that gets old real quick. Right. 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 And it's like it's fun to win. It's fun to win with your friends. It's fun to have good fights and stuff. But yeah, yeah it just gets old. And for me, one of the reasons I stopped playing like Apex, for example, is because like, um, man, the way people move in that game now just feels like Bro, I f i'm too old for that shit well it's like it's not even that i don't think that i could it's just i don't like it i don't like that to be a, the best player you have to know how to like crouch spam in the perfect direction and and make it where you're impossible to hit because your hitbox is moving like left or you're pip wiggling basically you know yeah and that bothered me it stopped being about who was the better aim and who's the better positioner and who could just like get in your face and wiggle you know and that bothered me um and like because i still feel like i have really good aim um and just because i played fps is my my whole time and now i'm rustier than ever 
but I, I felt like if I sat down, I could, I could really get there. Um, and I feel like for me, it's like the game stopped being about strategy. And that's the thing I appreciated about PUBG is that it was a lot of strategy. It was a lot of like, you could be sneaky or whatever. Uh, you can't do that in Apex because they got scanning heroes and they got, you know, traps and all that. And I know they've added a lot to PUBG, but for, for me, it became more than just about who was the best. It became who could like cheese it the most and at the high level, at the high level. Sure. I'm not saying that every match is like that, but you're asking me why I stopped playing and that's why. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Apex specifically, you know, I think there's some, and I know that's like one of the most popular battle royales, but Apex specifically for me. Um, now the, all that movement stuff is fine for me, like Pathfinder swinging around and people, you know, shooting them, but yeah, just like that stuff was like not that great for me. Um, mm. personally, personally, um, anytime I died and it was, I just got like mega owned. It was always by someone like that. who was doing that stuff. And I was just like, ah, no, thanks. It's like Ian missile spamming to me. I said on stream today, a lot of people got mad at me. I said on stream today, I said, if you open a fight in Star Citizen with a fighter with four EM missiles, you have a little dick, is what I said. Based. <laughs> and some Based. people were like, well, a win is a win. And I'm like, yeah, a win is a win in a game that's balanced and works. Not when your decoys don't spawn, you know? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, we're, we're talking, like, that is an exploit. And it basically is, but it's like it rides the line so people don't feel you know who loves EM missiles? People who suck at fucking combat. That's who loves yeah. EM missiles. Yeah. Uh, and so if you love EM missiles, you gotta ask yourself, why do I love them? Is it because the the people who you couldn't beat anymore, now you have a chance to beat them? You know, is it leveling the playing field a bit for you? Are you gonna have to learn how to use your guns and aim once they fix it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's. I, I'm not trying to to say that I'm because I'm not nearly the best pilot. I get beat all the time, right? But um, at least I don't rely on the cheesy tactics, you know. And I, yep. I feel like I feel like too many too too many do. And if if that is what it costs me to be the best is not relying on the cheesy tactics, then I don't want to be the best. And that's that's the end of the story. Yeah, and and I think with every video game, it's always going to be the cheese to get to the top. At the top, there's always yep. a level of cheese, and that sucks. But yeah, yep. I yep, don't know, yep. man. I wanna I wanna play a game that I can play for ten years in a row, and and <laughs> never wipe, and it to feel like I still have something to work towards. And I don't know if developers are willing to make games like that anymore. I don't know and either, that, man. I don't know yeah. either. Now, I can only and, think of two. And neither of them are in the greatest spot. Eve and World of Warcraft. Those are the yeah. only two games that I can think of that, are, that have and done they, that. And they do it a little differently. And neither of them... You, you can argue neither of them work that well. Some people will say yes. Some people will say no. I know there's sure. been a lot of drama over the last like two years with Eve because like they changed developers, right? Or someone took over or something and they did like yeah. the, uh, what was it called? Free the, to play. Uh, and... They did free to play, but they also did, what's the other thing? It was uh, scarcity. And mm. basically it was like they were trying to make people burn their money or something. Um, which man, I like, I didn't hate that idea. I think Star Citizen could learn from something 
like that in the future where like an event happens where like the price of things go way up and or maybe you go to a new system but it costs a lot of money to function there um and there's like maybe this uh you know event where you have to like go get like a certain amount of resources from but the only way to function in that system is you paying this high cost and this is what i'm talking about when i say content that progresses you but isn't wipes right is creating gameplay that forces you to sink your money but the reward can be high absolutely um yeah but it's, but the reward shouldn't necessarily be more money it should be more gameplay more gameplay yeah absolutely and sometimes sometimes it takes money to do that to encourage people but yes. i don't know I don't know. Look at the pace in which developers are developing these days. Games are super complicated and they don't, they aren't moving at the pace in which players are, they can't, developers cannot develop fast enough as fast as the players are playing their games. And, and it's not just the power gamers. It's as fast as even their average gamers are playing their game, mm. right? The people, the people who make it like every game, gets the first couple weeks, you know, huge influx or whatever on a launch, maybe a new wipe, but the first week or so, that'll tail off quite quite significantly. All right, now here's your core player base. That core player base works through content faster than developers can make it. And that's why wipes are are happening. Is they get now I don't have to develop, I can develop at the pace that I'm developing, but I can keep the content fresh for the player. And I think that's what why developers like that. But it obviously comes with the negatives that we shared today, you know? And it, it's, I don't think anything's going to be perfect. I don't see how our main game is going to survive without a subscription model or some form of, of wiping. And I don't think power creep is the the answer either. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a, t it's a tough topic. It really is. I, I, yeah. There are some ideas out there that are, I think are pretty good ones, but they're not perfect. I think we've talked Nothing about is. them a lot of the day. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's tough, man. And I don't envy being a game developer, especially CIG developing a game at this scale for everybody. Yeah. Trying it's a to, game for trying everyone. to make every, every man's game. And it's now you're, you're not going to win. I'd say at the moment, bearing the economy stuff at the moment this patch is doing a pretty decent job aside from stability right of of stability and economy but economy is a a, a far out thing i think so right reputation too and that's, that's the big one for me that's the big one for yep. me i just mean in terms of moving forward this was a, yeah. a 318 was a huge update in terms of moving sure. forward um and i would like to see another update like that happen um either this winter or spring next year where it feels like a big step forward and honestly i don't know about you man i would be okay with a yearly update if they were big like this where it felt like the game's a big step forward um like for example 320 is coming out it does not feel like a big step forward and that was my main issue what are we getting yeah. in the pu the whole c 32 seu boxes Okay. A lot of fixes. A lot of fixes to three eighteen. Hopefully that's great. Hopefully that's great. So how about this? I I can I can buy into one to two patches a year, significant ones, as long as there's 
a number of fix patches to fix the issues. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying I'm not saying no sub patches, but yeah. okay. I would like okay. to see personally, I don't like seeing a patch that's a has a new number on it unless like a 319 to 320 to 321, 322. I don't like seeing a new number on it unless it's a significant update, right? Um what makes 320 significant is the AC stuff, which I feel like is important. But it's not important it's not significant to the PU and I have a feeling it will be popular at first, but a AC is never going to be the most popular thing for obvious reasons, right? No. The arena mode in any video game, the practice mode in any video game is never the most popular. And there's a reason for that, right? So I don't Unless know. Unless they make a battle royale. You know what I said, dude? You know what I really want in AC? Forge mode. Let us make our yeah, own battle royale, dude. Let us make our own gameplay, dude. I really think that would be insane. I think that would be insane. It would be game over. Imagine a new wave of Halo custom games born in Star Citizen, the next generation. Mm. That would be mm. insane, dude. What was your favorite Halo game mode? Like custom? Um, I, I don't know if it was custom, just the general, like the, the standard ones. The standard ones? I mean, Slayer, probably. Or SWAT. That was a good one. I take it back. Fucking love Dude, SWAT, man. The BR or the DMR. Oh, my God. You just, you had to hit headshots. It forced so headshots. Yeah. And I, listen, I am a terrible FPS player, but SWAT, back in the day, I've, I've, I felt like I was pretty decent. And that, I loved that game mode. Loved it. I played SWAT on Infinite. It was really fun. Really, really fun. I had fun on it, too. I, I kind of want to go back to Halo Infinite. A lot of people are, have, have talked a lot of crap about it. Maybe it's because of battle passes or whatever. But I love I, the campaign. I played the whole thing. I didn't yet. I'm going to. So a little, little hint here. If I can get my shit together uh, in terms of like just schedule and time and just being better about it, uh, where I want to be with my my stream and everything is start the stream, maybe react to a, a video or two, play Star Citizen for a little bit, get some lunch, maybe eat lunch on stream, maybe take a break, and then pop back on to either my alt stream or my main and play something else. And and I made a Let's Play channel on YouTube and then go through all the Let's Plays of of all the games that I've missed over all the years. Like, I want to go through all the Halo campaigns. I want to go through... Have you not played the Halo campaigns? I've played up to Halo 3. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. You're not missing anything out. Don't even play 4 or 5. No. I, I, I mean, that's why I stopped. Because they weren't that, that great or whatever, right? But I still want to play through things. And, and, and not, maybe not just Halo, but... Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is like one of the next things on my list. The Jedi games and stuff like that. Yep. I wanna I haven't played those. I wanna I wanna experience more things. The problem is that shit takes up a lot of time, and and we've talked a lot about content creation on the channel. And how am I supposed to make YouTube videos? How am I? There's not enough time in the day for this stuff, bro. But part of me that's that's the place I want to be. A play. I, I want to be able to share my experiences in video game in video games plural with my audience 
I want to get there, but fair I don't enough. know if I ever will. Yeah, fair yeah. enough, dude. Fair enough. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I also no. want to make that content that you know is the 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 go-to guy for yeah, it's, for like how the game works, you know. It's scary for me, right? Cuz like for me it's like I want to wake up every day with a goal in my head of what I want to do and what I want to play. And um not only that, right? But also on top of that, it's like I want to make content that I feel like adds value to my community, whether that's just being entertaining or being, you know, like what do you what you said, the go-to guy. Like it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be like value is in like they have to learn something sometimes it's just funny or cool or interesting and yeah. sometimes i get in my own head saying like oh well they wouldn't want to watch me play that and to be fair some of them don't they they, sh they show it by leaving when you yeah, go to they leave the plan, I'll, so. I'll play another game and they're gone um yeah. and sometimes that's the case and sometimes it's not it feels like less of the case when star citizen is doing really well you know when Star Citizen yep. does well, I do well. And man, that is a terrifying place to be in. To feel like you are... To have a game that is almost impossible to do well. <laughs> we have this game... For a long game, period of time, at least. Right. We have this game that... it's it's We're in this impossible place where we are doing our absolute... Like I said, I feel like I'm in my zone. I'm doing my absolute yep. best. You feel like you're in a, a kind of weird spot. I feel like you're doing great personally and Thank you, yeah and, but it's like neither of us can really grow any farther than we have until our game reaches a new level right and that's not anything that i could do it's not anything that you could do speaking of progression right progressing in our careers it's just like we're the, doing our best all we can do is hone our skills now yes and that doesn't mean in-game skills it could be, but the partially but for for us, it's something I really need to do. We talked a little bit about, you know, me being a better dogfighter and things like that. Uh, but yeah, this is also the time like you're you're figuring out your YouTube groove, right? Like that is honing a skill right now. And, and that's some one of the things we talked about right in the intro is you're you're setting yourself up for when you can tell cooler stories or well, not cool. I again, I can't. I feel like every time I say something, it's like almost putting down your content, which no, is no. not the case. I hope you don't feel that way. Okay. No, good. it makes sense. Because that's, yeah, because the the possibility when something new comes out is it's a super fresh story that that uh, that not only is cool to you because it's new, but like the viewer may never have heard of what you're doing. And it's, you know, like, whoa, you know, it just adds a little extra spice to it, you know? Yeah, when absolutely. When a new patch comes out or whatever, but but I mean, the yeah, yeah, it's the point is is that even the best content creators are are like capping out at a certain amount of views when it comes to Star Citizen content right now, and that's just because people have lost their interest, right? Yeah. And that same video, same style, could be released during a hot patch and get twice, triple, quadruple the views. And of course, there's yeah. outliers. You know, don't tell me. Bed Bananas posted his new video and he got 500k views. What are you talking about? Yeah, of course he did. You know, he's got a huge following and he doesn't just do Star Citizen. So he's going to bring people over. Um, but the main point is, is that it's like, you got to ride the waves as a content creator. And that's what we're both doing. 
I don't think that either of us are not progressing. We're just riding the wave. No, I mean, we talked a lot about this too off stream is, is, uh, I, I'm at my low point in terms of viewership in the last seven months. And it is still 150, no, not 150. It's like 50% higher than my low point at this point last year. Which is weird because we talked about this as well. And where you're the opposite, I'm lower, right? I'm lower than I was last year. Um, but my peaks I'm was stealing higher. Your, I'm stealing your views, bro. I'm stealing your views. Yo, I'm hopping in the hot tub right now. I swear to God. No. <laughs> I, um, I, no, it's, it's like, I, yeah, I mean, I don't see other people as competition in the streaming space. If I'm losing views, uh, the only person I'm competing with me, myself, or sorry, the only person I'm competing with is myself, right? And I personally think I'm making better content today than I was a year ago. So I don't think that it's anything I'm doing. I think I'm just, again, I'm riding the wave. You know? Yeah. Run the wave. Yeah. I think I think the game is fighting you from making the 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 most exciting content possible. Right. But I was making more boring content three months ago when I was peaking at oh, eight hundred viewers. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, I was making still making good content, but I think the yeah. content I'm making right now is better. I think it's Do better. Do you think that do you think that's because of uh, the, I don't want to say dire situation, but the... Concurrency's down. Yeah, so it, it, does, does it make you feel like you want, to, you want to work a little harder? What do you mean? Uh, for example, when, when your viewers are up, you're at 800 viewers a stream, you fucking turn on the stream. Right, you can, you can, right. I you get can, what you're saying. You you're... could sit there and mm -hmm. eat a sandwich the whole time and, and they're going to watch it. Right. Right. Like for whatever reasons, like you don't even have to try that happens sometimes. Do you feel like because things aren't going as well, uh, that you feel like you have to try harder and it that's definitely why you're making is the nice. best content. It definitely is nice yeah. to investigate what you could be doing better. And I think that's yeah. something that everyone needs at any job is yeah. refreshers and reminders of like, how can I be doing a better mm -hmm. job? How can I be working harder? It's harder to do when it's something you don't love, like streaming, right? But um, it's definitely something that's nice every once in a while to like, just remind yourself, like we were talking about at the beginning, um, yeah. just like kind of get back in the zone and talk out loud what your goals are and stuff, especially if it's something you're passionate about. Tell other people what your goals are. Try to keep yourself accountable to those. Um, and yeah. that's something that I'm trying to remind myself right now as I'm at a quote-unquote low point. Yeah, like we're, you know, if there's other Star Citizen content creators out there, uh, we're doing great. And we're super, we're super happy with where we are. Or if people are watching our stream, it's not, uh, we're not saying that those people don't matter or something like that. Like, I don't feel like I'm at a low point. Um, but I, but we are. Yeah, it's quote unquote. A, yeah, exactly. Like when you put the quotes up, it's like, we're doing great, man. It's it's awesome. The, the like every day I turn on the stream, I'm still so happy, and I can't say it would have been the same situation uh, a year or two ago for me. Yeah. Uh, during these dead times, it, I popped in game, and I had it may not have been the most engaging content today, which is why I'm feeling like I'm I'm trying to find my way, but. I 
I had something I wanted to do and I went out and I was doing it and the game pretty much allowed me to do it. And it was fun. I enjoyed myself. It may not have been like sometimes as a streamer, you can be enjoying yourself and you're like, Ooh, I just lost a hundred viewers. Ooh, they're not enjoying it. Now I'm not enjoying myself. I just hid the view count today and I just did what I wanted to do. And I look back. You don't hide your view count normally. I always do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I never, Always. I never look at it, ever. I look at it at the end of stream. There's days where I do. So if I'm doing something different, so for example, a stream like today, I had it on. I did mining basically the last two days, and the first day I turned it on, view count was great. Maybe they were expecting something else. The next day when I did the same thing today, I looked back after I look at you know your stream summary or, or whatever, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, maybe this isn't a good thing. But I, I couldn't do that. Like, I, I can't look at my numbers and stuff. I get too much in my head. You know, I say something weird or like make a joke that doesn't land. And all of a sudden I get self-conscious. Like, I, I, I just want to pretend in my head like there's 5,000 people watching all the time. You know, I want to make content that 5,000 people would want to watch. Does that make sense? Like, I, yeah. I want to dress for the job I want. You know, not the job I have. And it's like... I've been having great streams lately. I've been showing up, having good conversation with my chat, hanging out. I've been having fun moments in game, which is more than I could ask for in a moment where star season feels like it's in a, a downtime. Right. So you know it's funny. Today was one of the best, like back and forth conversations I've had with chat in a long time too. Really? Yeah. It was weird. The people that were there, like it wasn't a super downstream. I was down like, 20 viewers and on average in comparison to like a normal stream but it uh but even that can mess with your head a little bit right yeah so that's why like you heard me at the start of the the, the uh podcast today it was i'm i maybe it's because i'm looking at the numbers and maybe Man. it doesn't matter yeah and you shouldn't be i don't think personally maybe you can I, analyze I afterwards look after but during look after man during is tough because it affects your performance, I think. And um, for me, bro, what doesn't get me down is viewership. You know what gets me down, dude? Is uh, the, when the game doesn't let me do what I want to do. When it's like nothing's working. And some days it doesn't get, get me down. Some days it doesn't. But today, man, for whatever reason, I was having a, I was having a rough day. Um, and I don't know, man. I don't know. The, it just gets you sometimes. The game pushed me the game has pushed me to to my limit where i i don't have the patience for it anymore like when it comes to that like there'll be like i'll anytime i, I set out with a goal and the game really fights me and it does often um i, I just give up now like i just don't have that that resilience the way i, I maybe used to with it and uh, that's not a good thing. I gotta, I gotta fight that as much as possible. But at the same time, it's really hard for me to. to I think it's not shared genuinely how I feel in the moment. And I agree. In the moment, I just want to quit. You know, I not agree. Quit streaming, well, or just like I just don't want to do this right I now. I think what's hard is right now in the game. There's a lot of bugs that are there are no workarounds for. Invisible yeah. player, high bandwidth mm -hmm. in. It's like, these are things you cannot control.
and if, nope. or big desyncs, right? People are completely synced. VoIP not working. There's no workarounds Bro, I for can't, that. I can't tell you. I've taken there even this well tomorrow for or actually no the day the pod, this podcast comes out. I probably at the time this podcast comes out, I'll be ending my stream, which is pretty early because like for the last like month, I've not I've just been like. I have family things that are going on, you know, like issues at, at home that I have to deal with or whatever. And like, I haven't been around it as much on the weekends as, as I would like to be. And I don't, I care, but I don't, it doesn't matter. Like the game, the game just is making it so difficult that it's like, well, I wouldn't do anything anyway in the game. So I'm like, not even, it doesn't bother me the way it would have in the past. It's weird. Um, mm. I don't know. I want to get out of this depressive moment that I'm in right now. <laughs> yeah, totally think, dude. Think happy thoughts. I mean, you're having a really, you're, ha you're, you're having a really good time. I had a great time today. I think it's funny. We um, switched dude. You've been having a bad time lately. I've been having a good time lately. I had a bad time today. Yeah. You had a good time today. Yeah, it'll and we've we've talked plenty about you know the situation I'm in with the game where I'm able to to being more of a commentator when it comes to it. It makes it so much easier when the game's in this state. I don't have to play it, and I could still have a badass stream because I can just talk about something that's going on in the game, and I'll still get the same viewer. Some, a lot of times more viewers than if I play it. It's good content. I mean, I noticed that too. When I'm having good conversations, numbers go up. Yep. Chatters go up. And that's my favorite, right? When and numbers go up because people that normally would have left don't, right? It's the people are always coming in throughout the stream. But if you keep people yep. there, yep. that your numbers go up. That's totally. the key. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. Man. It's probably a good, good, good place to end it, but. I was going to say so too, How do you but feel? we're both progressing, man. I, I feel, yeah. I feel great. Honestly. Um, I do too. Yeah. It's like, I see good things in both of our futures for content creation. I don't think mm -hmm. it's like the cool thing is, is like no streamer is the sum total of one stream. You got a bad no. stream. You sign back on the next day and you, you give it your best shot. And don't be afraid to tell your, your audience either. You know, I tell that to chat all the time and they understand because guess what? Like they know me, you know? And, um, it's, it's, um, people, I, I literally, I hang out with these people more than anyone else is my stream. Right. And so sometimes I'll just level with them and be like, yo guys, like I'm having kind of a, a rough day. Like, sorry for the I low spend energy more hours. I spend more hours with my stream than I do with my wife. Yep. Yep. Same here, except my girlfriend, right? My yeah. family, anyone. Right. I spend more hours on stream than doing anything else in my life. Um, yep. and I think at the end of the day, it's cause we're, you know, we're both streamers. We both care about our community and we both want to make content with our community. Um, yeah. and, uh, man, I think, I think good things are coming for both of us. Progress, man. Uh, I would have to say this winter is going to be a good season for both of us. Um, I think leading up to that probably going to be a little slow, you know, sure. it's probably going to be a little slow. Yeah, I think that's okay. I think once we hit we hit a uh, Citizen Con, it, as long as that isn't yep. a complete disaster, which I think it has a a good chance of being one, we'll see. The the uh 
maybe the hype train comes around. It'll be really exciting, but yeah. I think people are going to be hyped, and I'm going to do my best, man, not to kill their hype. I'm going to yeah. do my best to not be like, oh, guys, well, this stuff probably isn't going to make it into the game, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try really hard not to be I'll that I'll do way. my best to be the opposite. <laughs> I, will, I, will be the, I will do my best to be like, there's no chance any of this stuff happens. Just chill out. Right? I'm, like, I'm just, literally what what's coming in the next patch guys let's focus on that that's yeah it. one one patch at a time when it comes to to our our, our love star yep. citizen but yeah yep definitely yeah. a lot of cool things that they showed off last year if they were coming into the game but um sure we'll see we'll see we'll see yeah well, I, dude. I guess since we're, we're heading out we should do you know remind you guys if you made it this far first off thank you um you know I, lots of awesome comments and and you guys seem to really be enjoying it just reminding you again if you haven't hit the subscribe button we are almost at a thousand subscribers that is such a huge milestone for a new channel so please if you haven't yet tell your friends tell your mom tell your grandma to subscribe whatever your cats um, your dog subscribe yeah. in an alt account make it happen yep. <laughs> it we're as far as i'm aware right now we're 150 subs away so please uh help us out i think we'll hit it and then again, uh, like I said at the beginning, when we do hit that number right away, that's uh, that's kind of my cue to start working on getting all of the previous episodes as well as every episode uh, in the future to be on your whatever your favorite podcast platform may be, whether it's Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever. So that's my cue to start busting my butt on that. So, yeah get us there and that that's a huge milestone for us and then i think it'll be a little bit easier for you guys to find us and and uh i'm looking forward to that so i hope you guys enjoyed I today i i enjoyed the conversation burks as always and this has definitely been my a, a fun it doesn't even feel like a side project anymore it feels like something i just look forward to every week yeah, me too. Honestly, it's it's probably one of my favorite things I do every week now, content creation-wise. And it just feels so effortless, right? I get together, I talk with people I like, whether it's just Mike or with a guest, and then yeah. we get to upload it, minimal editing, and you know, it's I I feel like banger content for us and also um it it's cool to have another outlet to like hang out with you guys. So, yeah, yeah again, thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you in the next episode. Uh, and uh, I guess this is us signing off. See you next time. Later.